At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This episode of an unexpected podcast is brought to you by Caleb Sowers. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking token. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and we're completing circles in a little village called Amanda. I am running out of time. Uh, what do you got, like 15 minutes left? I have 15 minutes, have 15 minutes circles, and I have not finished them, but I am close Part of it, I want to kind of say, I didn't get a chance to go outside and, you know, should I, should I have 15 minutes. Should I, should I just go right now? Why don't you start doing some squats, uh, and I'll okay. tell them what we're doing this okay. week. Right. This week, we're doing some taste testing as to whether Rohan Muster is better on burgers or brats in Chapter 3 of Book 5. Um, my uh, brother-in-arms, my fellow hobbit, uh, is... Guys, he's a little different this week. He's actually... Mm, He's kind of a cyborg, actually. He's What's uh, that mean? he's bought this Apple Watch, and he's become a man possessed. He's got these wireless earbuds in all the time. He's got a bigger, better phone in his pocket. Well, it doesn't really fit in his pockets. No, it doesn't. It's he's trying, and he's got an Apple Watch. Why don't you tell me what I'm doing right now? He is literally doing skeleton squats. Yep, with his mic elevated. And he's trying to complete those circles. Susie knows what, what he's talking about. Um, I have just learned what he's talking about. But, uh, you know, what good of a, what good is a circle if it just ends up being a C? Dude, I'm going to do everything I can right now. <laughs> I, have, I have 15 minutes. It's not distracting. It's fine Are for me. Are you okay? Totally sure? fine. What if is I start breathing heavy? Okay? Okay? <laughs> 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 well, while we're walking together... Let's do some uh, quick counsel. So, how are you, my brother? Well, you don't have to stop. Um, uh, you want me to get up and join you? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just watching those levels. You know, I'm a little further away from the table than I normally am. <laughs> so, uh, Susie, hopefully, you'll be proud of me. I am trying very hard in the last couple minutes here um, to complete my circles, and it's amazing that I wasn't doing this beforehand. But uh, I have been trying. Excuse me. 
to complete the old skeleton squats here to get these bad boys. Can you see that? Lane's kind of... I see your circles. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Here we go. So I'm going to get 10 in real quick. One, two, three, four. We're going all the way. Five. Keep going. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh. Are right, you guys. any closer to when you started? Dude, it'll fill time? up. It'll fill up. Not that I'm trying to rig the system, but like it actually, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be <laughs> rig the system. That is a corrupted circle you just earned, my friend. <laughs> I want to be moving my feet under the table. So, like, Susie, I, I really did try really I really, hard. I, I, I'm joking around, but I think it's awesome you're doing this. Um, as is in the he's, – he's in the sweet spot, guys. He's on the road to a healthier, better life. Yeah. I am trying to survive. Isn't it great? So it's just, it's both ends of the spectrum. It's wonderful. But I mean, dude, I, I can see it in his eyes. There's a change. Is my level okay? Yeah, I mean, was, yeah, we're, sure. we're good. We're good. I was shouting. <laughs> it was all that uh, meanwhile back in the Shawyer that got us off track there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Different so, levels. Guys, don't mind me while I catch my breath. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been happening with you, man? How you been? Um, Honestly, really good. And I am really super, super inspired. So in July, I've been kind of like telling some Facebook friends and others that I'm getting after it, man. I'm like really. Yeah, this is the month, huh? Really inspired. And I I think people saw in the Bywater post, I kind of said rough month, you know, um, mm-hmm. month and a half, I guess. Two months. Two months. Yeah. So, but we're good. I feel good. I uh, got some cool projects going on. Mm-hmm. Got some uh, cool projects going on here. Mm-hmm. Things we're working on. And I just feel motivated, mm-hmm. inspired. So, I don't know. Like. Is that okay, guys? Am I allowed? I mean, Dude, like, you're you on know. a hitting streak, man. Yeah, man. To use the terms of baseball, you're yeah, you're batting a thousand. Uh, well, yeah, and I I've, I've been striking out. Okay, so sometimes you strike out. Okay, the strikeouts make the hits that much sweeter. They do. You know what I'm saying? They, they do, really do. Yep. The drought is where you learn to appreciate the harvest. Agreed. You know, I don't yep. know if that works there, but yeah, we're gonna say it works. It would, so it, it works. you're living a healthy life. You're obeying your watch. You're uh, you're eating right. You're you're living life to its fullest. I've never seen you stare at the levels like that before. I'm a little concerned. Or is good. that me, I, dude? I can't even hear myself. Now. Clipping out. You're clipping out. Was I really like clipping out like I'm not like a oh, maniac? Sorry. Like a maniac. Start over. No, it's fine. No, okay, good. Um, we never start over ever. Summer is in full swing for yeah. us. Uh, you guys know that we are teachers. So we have summer off, but man, oh man, it has not felt like it so far. Yeah. Um, good news is, if you're if you're not in the Facebook group, if you're not on Instagram, if you're not on Twitter with us, uh, you wouldn't have seen. But we have all of, or most of, um, the supplies for the studio sitting in the garage out there as we speak. Uh, it went from feeling like, oh yeah, this you know, this is going to happen one of these days. Yeah. Even though we knew it was a day fast approaching, to Wow, this is real, right? You, you can it's it's something different when you can look and say, "Oh, that's the floor that's going to be there." Oh, wow, these are the studs that are going to hold the walls together. Yep, uh, this place is going to be transformed. So, I don't know. We since we last recorded, I believe since we last recorded, we mm-hmm. uh, hung out with Kevin. Yep, and Nate, and did some 
discussion and then planning, final planning, final totaling and numbers, and then purchased uh, everything. Right. Um, and so, uh, just kind of waited for the delivery and all that, but it, it was, it was crazy, man. It was so cool to, to walk through it and to make some final tweaks and decisions and to, uh, to kind of dream up some final touches too, that are going to be epico. If I can just epico, say that epico, man. um, like maybe we're going to incorporate the stars, the maybe. oven constellations maybe. into the studio. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. Maybe we're figuring out a way to, uh, you know, do some video content for you, maybe once a month. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know. So we'll just yeah. stay tuned. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, it's a bright future for uppers and for movers. Yeah. Um, and like uh, I said it in a video, but I want to say it here for any of you who, who've well, I, you all support each other and us. But um, you know, if you if you gave to the Kickstarter, if you're a pat- uh, patron, um, thank you for. I don't financially supporting us to be able to do this. It's only yeah. because of you guys. Um, and we are working to make sure it's perfect so that whether it's, it is video content or whether it is our, an improvement in our audio content that it, uh, honors that gift that you have given us. So we feel just like blessed beyond belief oh, un- and unreal. honored. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, you gave us that red arrow or we gave, something I, you're answering the call yeah since you guys you made the call and, and you're answering and you guys are yeah so thank you yeah i'll i'll, I'll help you out thank you no so uh, a couple things on a couple serious notes and then i got something funny okay so Wait, you you can make jokes every once in a while um i'm learning from the best over here okay the joke himself get it <laughs> i just called you, you know what they used to call me in college what, what's joe that? Kim noah joke <laughs> They did, didn't they? they actually, did. I remember. They did. It was the yeah. hair. It was the hair. No, so we are really happy. And actually, I think the timing is working out perfectly because as we, you know, we got the long expected party coming up. And then after yeah. that, we're really gearing up for the show. Yeah. And we talked and about maybe diving film, into the Silmarillion. The Silmarillion and filming Ambitious, some of the reactions yes. in there. Yeah. Uh, when all that's said and done, we'll get back to The Hobbit and then we'll get back into some of the histories and everything. So some really cool stuff. Happening there, but just so you guys know, um, a little behind the scenes here. I think people like this stuff sometimes. So we walk into Lowe's, and the worst mistake we did was we gave Lane a tape measure, and I gotta find that. I think that's on my old. I got on my old phone. I gotta. I gotta get that because I just got a new phone, um, as you know, at the top of the show, and. I, nothing was up to code in that place. No, it was like, all nothing under, was up to code. It was undermeasured or overmeasured, and insane. I was very disappointed. It was insane. You know what? So. I was even more disappointed. In? You know, we're we're so we had to actually order online because it was a huge order. They yeah. don't do those in store, like in person in the stores and Lowe's. You order online, and then you go to the store and finalize it. It's it was confusing for me. Sure, but in all my searching, and Kevin, Nate, this is for you. In all my searching, I couldn't find any. Horizontal studs, yeah, yeah. And all my they have vertical studs, no problem. Yeah, but right. horizontal studs, nothing, not to be found. Yep. So I think you know maybe Lowe's needs to update their terminology and their app, you know, because sometimes studs go horizontally. Okay. Sometimes they do, and sometimes, sometimes they do. That needs to be clarified for someone who no, has no idea what they're talking about. All right. What like like you like me? So how long did it, did you ever find them? Never found them, man. I had to order vertical ones, and I hopefully we can turn them sideways. 
and they can be horizontal studs. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Why would they only have vertical and not I, horizontal? I don't know, dude. Like, aren't we trying to move across the spectrum? You know, aren't we trying to unite everyone? You would think, yeah. I like, mean, I, we're getting away from a vertical culture. Yeah, we're, we're, what are we doing? We're we putting everything into one category Yeah, now? everyone's higher than someone else. Like, like, come on. It's a joke. Let's all be level playing field. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was a crazy trip. So, anyways, yeah, it, was I, it was it was fun. But yeah, more and on thank that. Thank you to Kevin uh, Nate for yeah for tagging along and helping us out. And really, I mean, really not just tagging along, like guiding and directing us through uh, the yeah, store. Without you, it would have been a disaster. Yeah, I need lots of wood and some sort of walls. You got that? I couldn't tell if Kev was joking when you we had the display <laughs> flooring and you were like. You had the tape measure, and you're like, is that the actual thickness? Is that what we're going to get? Know, Kev, and like, Kev goes at one point. He, he actually asked the Lowe's point, guy. I'm dude, like. It was so funny because there were moments where Kev was like, I would say something ridiculous. Yeah. And he'd be like starting to explain it, and he'd go, oh, you're screwing with me. Yeah, and right. We'd just right. start dying laughing. Uh, I, I didn't know what to do in some I love moments. Kevin. He is the man. Yeah. Uh, can't wait to have him on. Um, it's actually We're actually going to call it. We're going to call it the Shield and Door Studios, right? Yep. Yep. But it's going to be the Kevin McKeegan um, yeah. Uh, studio. Yeah. It's named after him. It so. is. Because he's literally running the show yeah, uh, on, on the studio. He so is. He's the man. Really cool. Um, okay. Well, counsel is good. Yeah. Hey, hey uh, what, what else? Wife I and mean, family, everything good? Oh, my gosh. I mean... The, the the little the, war, the warrior the princesses we yeah 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 you, you went to uh, Michigan recently uh, if you guys remember um, you know every summer we go up to Mackinac uh, City and then we go over to Mackinac the uh, the island of Mackinac and uh, then we go up to Canada and do fishing um, we didn't go up to Canada to fish this year just because Charlotte's three months old we we thought it might be kind of um, tough and and just sort of different the, the, Sarah's family has gone to the same camp for like forty plus years holy smokes. and that camp actually got kind of shut down and passed around um and wasn't available anymore so they're going to a different camp which is on the same lake and everything but it was just it was like enough to be like we'll just go to Mackinac yeah and then we'll just come to be back there. home yeah just because it's a, lo- it's yeah, a it's long good. way to drive with with both the girls uh they did a fantastic job they're amazing um you know being on the island is always beautiful and I dude the the great lakes man yeah if, they're great for a reason. If you haven't been to the Great Lakes, go to the Great Lakes. They're gorgeous. I mean, we're sitting there on top of... They don't get any greater. They're the greatest lakes. Yep. If I can be honest. They are. You, you stand on top of Mackinac Island. You're at the Arch Rock. And you look down and you see this this turquoise, deep blue water. Every shade of blue. And I'm like, am I in Jamaica? <laughs> no, because it's high of 75 and no humidity. So I'll take it. And there's, it's not salt water. It's fresh water. It's just, it's beautiful. And you got the Mighty Mac, the, the Mackinac Bridge, which is a suspension bridge, one of the oldest in the country, in the world, actually. And it, it's gorgeous. It, uh, we stay at the same hotel every year. So it's this really cool tradition that Sarah's family has, you know, like I said, for decades um, kept. And I have been able to join in. This is my fifth time going. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, man, I just, I look forward to it every year. It's always so relaxing. I love hanging out with, um, you know, Sarah's mom and dad and her brothers and um, all our all our nephews and yeah. niece. And, Are you sure yeah. it wasn't Jamaica? Because I, I heard Sarah say that uh, she said that you're Jamaican or crazy. Is that what she? That was, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Guys, I'll try it. I'll try it. That was real good. 
Uh, one of these days, I'm actually going to make Lane laugh. All right. I can't let them know I'm laughing. All right. Because right. we're not really friends, remember? That's true. No, but life is great, dude. Uh, summer Good. is flying by, but um, got some, some, some goals I want to accomplish and some things I want to get get done. But I'm also, okay, so I went to the doctor and I'm on some new medication uh, for my blood pressure yeah. stuff. And, and I we I was talking with him and I realized I never really found a way to deal with, um, I don't know, like stress management. Not, not, I've never made a conscious effort of like, um, you know, how to deal with uh, frustration. And I've just been more conscious of thinking to myself, is this a big deal? You know, if something happens that my initial reaction is to get frustrated or upset or disappointed, I've been trying to stop myself and saying, Lane, is this a big deal? Okay. And 99% of the time, no, it's not. So calm down and relax. And so anyway, I feel a lot better in my life for doing that. Okay. And, um, but yeah, I don't know. And just, I mean, dude, I don't know. Being with the girls every day is the best thing in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Like Winnie has grown up so much. She's talking. We have some content we could throw wow. on there. Some, oh man, she's. I, should, I think at the end of this episode, she should say Frodo lives because yeah, she did. She did. Um, yeah, I, I just feel very lucky to be in my life, man. I, I don't deserve my life, but I, I love every minute of it. Yeah, so it's good. And you guys are a big part of that too. Uh, you know, the the uppers are a constant source of of positivity and light and. You make Middle Earth a real place. You really do. Like, Tolkien had his part to play, but you guys do as well. Are we getting some feedback? I don't know what's from, going on. Sorry. From Mars. What's Sorry. going on here, dude? Sorry. Too many wires. Too many wires. They're all crossed. I have no idea. Wire Keep crossed going. lovers. Uh, that was pretty much it. Would you like me to get into dropping eaves? Well, actually, so. Are you, were you about to do more skeleton squats? No. You're, you're <laughs> past. You're past. Wait, wait, it's minute. Midnight. Oh one. my gosh! It reset. My circles reset. Oh jeez! Darn! You can't it. get those back. No, I can't. The day's over. Okay. Well, day's over. Got to move on. Uh, real quickly though, I do want to mention in, in quick council, we've had some um, we have some cool things going on in the upper community and the oh, podcasting yeah. mm-hmm. community, things like that. So, uh, just wanted to give a huge shout out to Phil, right? Yes. For Phil Seidel for uh, the history. Tirith yeah. archives. So cool. So cool. And. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to go listen to him, please do because he's doing a great job and and uh, it's it's in depth and I yeah. think it's it's we, we had Phil on a couple episodes ago and had him just kind of explain what he so you know those of you who uh, maybe missed that he has been doing a history's history of Middle Earth um, Facebook group and page for oh months now man months and it has paralleled where we are in the stories and it's been a huge assist. <laughs> To fill us in, that was not right. Uh, sorry, I was just trying to figure out why we why it sounds like Marty sorry. McFly with the giant amp on right now in our ears and probably in yours. But hey, you know what? Hey, whatever. Hey, 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 muster the row here. Am I right? That's right. Um, so anyway, for months now he's been doing this, and we've we, we you've heard us say before. Hey, fill us in. P H I L, us in. You know? Wow, that was a nice that's fix. unreal. Okay, and um. But anyway, so so he's done this vigilantly, you know, uh, characters, um, regions, uh, time periods, just to help fill in stuff that we don't, we, we either we don't have the knowledge of, or we can't necessarily do because it would make our time, our episodes yeah. twenty hours long, which some of you have told us you have no problem with, but uh, you know we got to go to bed sometime, 
And uh, but anyway, he has turned this into a podcast. Yes, and it's amazing, guys. Like um, episode one came out when when uh, Sarah and I were in Michigan, and I was like, I it wasn't available on iTunes yet. It was only on Podbean. I don't have the Podbean app, but I was like, I'm downloading the Podbean app so I can listen to episode mm-hmm. one. Um, and you need to as well. You will not be disappointed. Uh, episode one focuses on the Shire, so naturally my favorite Phil does an amazing job of uh, doing a a podcast by yourself I would never do it because I couldn't Um, but he does it as well as you can Um, and I I, that is the probably the biggest compliment you can give someone in podcasting he he it's it's it is it's um, intriguing it's interesting he has great segments his duration is perfect um, music, sound effects, clips, uh, it, it's absolutely spot on um, and very informative while also being entertaining. So, and he's also taking uh, questions from anyone who wants to, I think we're going to call them homers. There was a group started. In wow, the, that's awesome. I think it was Chase and Emma Rose and yeah. Susie and everyone's th- thinking homers is the way to go. So I love it. I, I think uh, Jen Shepard even agrees there that it's, it's homers. Um so if you want to submit questions like, hey, I've always wondered about this, you know, Phil, can you can you fill us in? And um, he is just he's an excellent upper who, you know, he, he loves doing that research. And and that's how his that's how his mind works. So, yeah, it's amazing. I yep. mean, that's I sorry if I rambled there, but it's no, it's, it's good. Fantastic. I think it's cool because it's kind of like a, in a way it's been he's been a companion yeah. to us along in this. He's part of this yeah. fellowship. And. Yeah. You know, you guys know him. We've mentioned him a lot. He's in the Discord chat mm-hmm. literally every week, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just really nice. it's it's really cool. And so he's got a lot of other things going on in his life right now. He'll be announcing uh, some of that oh, to you yeah. guys later. Yeah. Uh, so he's pretty busy, but we're we're hoping to to you know keep up with him and and you know uh, we wish him all the best. So if you haven't had a yeah. chance, go listen to that for sure. It's uh, I fantastic. think we're gonna jump jump in from time to time as well. Yeah, I'm hoping so, um, he, and he, be able to record with him and yep. You know, a couple of hobbits in the Minas Tirith archives. Is that a good idea? It could get messy. <sighs> it's going it to get messy. be a lot of burned paper. I'm worried I'm going to stain some of the scrolls <laughs> with, all the, with all the bacon and uh, sausage I'm bringing up in there. Oh, sorry. So. I did I knock over your plate while I was doing my uh, skeleton squats? My bad. <laughs> Apologies. Oh, man. So, all right. Anyways, so yeah. Anyway, just wanted to mention that real quick up in Quick Council. So, yeah. yeah. Longest Quick Council yet? Why not? Not even close, man. Next week or next fortnight, we will do five seconds. I promise. Okay. Uh, so let's get into dropping eaves. We do have some Amazon show news. So uh, we have our faithful spies, uh, who are all of you, who alerted us to this. Uh, Phil Seidel was the first to drop it. Then our buddy Paul Thompson put it out there. Then Travis Sigler found something that he added to the mix. And then Stephen Matthew took a picture uh, as um, he saw an article in his local paper. Uh, so the gist of it, my friend. Please fill me in because the, I don't, the, I have been nervous about this. Do you know what? what I don't I'm know. About to... I don't know. I have shied away. So the gist is um, that <laughs> the show guys, the Amazon show will be done, a huge part of it, quote-unquote, will take place in New Zealand. 
Okay. So we've been hearing uh, that New Zealand was out, right? We had this time frame that it had to be decided upon by the end of, man, was that back in March or April? Yeah. Or February even. They had to they had to know for sure if they could do it because... And we didn't know whether they had... Yeah. Well, the whole, well, the whole conflict is that James Cameron is monopolizing Wellington. He's down there in, in Peter Jackson's studios and... Uh, you using it to complete the Avatar uh, Chronicles, all Great. of the six or twenty films or whatever he's making for Avatar. Can I, can I go ahead and say it? This is more important. Who cares? Uh, right. I, I mean, mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for anyone who loves Avatar out I'm there, kidding. but I think maybe five films might be excessive. We're a little, yeah, we're a little biased. But so. uh, I mean, Fern Gully only had like two or three, right? right. And it's essentially the same story. But um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. But anyway, um, no, I'm just kidding. It's a good movie. But 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 it's, it's just interesting. So anyway, his he's sort of using all the all the studio space down there, and so that was one of the kind of the hangups. Is if we go to New Zealand, well, we're not going to be in Wellington. We have to find a place in Auckland, and if it doesn't work out in Auckland, we won't be filming there. Okay, right. Won't, won't okay. be doing it. Okay. So this came out within the last couple of days, June 30th. There you go. Uh, and and stating that according to the New Zealand Herald, uh, that a huge quote unquote part of the show will be made in the country of New Zealand, Auckland and Queenstown, are specifically called out as potential filming locations. Um, so Auckland, I'm guessing studio. Uh, because it's Auckland is the biggest city in New Zealand. Yeah. To be in any kind of wilderness, you've got to drive like northwest to the Waitax and, and uh, the Waitakere Ranges and Piha. Okay. And then you can go north, up into Northland from there. Or you can drive down south, which gets you into Waikato, and then eventually into Matamata, which is where Hobbiton, right. um, the okay. Hobbiton location is. And then, you know, you've got other areas close by as well. I mean, even... even uh, uh, the Tongariro Crossing isn't that far away from Auckland. It's reasonable. Um, so anyway, uh, and then Queenstown down south is the adventure capital of the world. It's a big tourist destination in the South Island, and it was used as a base for the films. Um, a lot of uh, stuff was filmed in and around that area, and they used that as kind of their South Island hub. Okay. So it was Wellington in the north and Queenstown in the south. Uh, so this was interesting to hear because we had been heard, we had been hearing that New Zealand was out, and it was all Scotland, yeah, Scotland or bust, right? But they were all of them deceived. Wow. So is Sauron involved? That I mean, it's it's going to be about well, yeah the forging of of the ring. Yep, I'm guessing he's definitely involved. So is Sauron involved in the production? Because I feel deceived, guys. I don't know what to believe. Now, someone pointed out. I think it was Jim Espy and uh, um, Christopher Michael was also talking about this, that it does say a huge part of the show will be made in the country of New Zealand. It doesn't say all of the show. That was my question. Will be made in New Zealand. Please tell me some of it's being made in Scotland. Uh, dude, I... Is Scotland out completely? Well, I don't know, Es. I mean, I... How, why don't you know? I, so well, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, uh, I'm lashing out at someone who's sitting. If I if I remember the comment, yeah, I'm just the messenger, bro. <laughs> I'm literally reading this. Um, so uh, 
I remember a couple comments. I think Christopher Michael and Jim were going back and forth. Christopher Michael was kind of thinking, and this is just these are the the opinions I remember reading, and it's interesting because really, who knows at this point? Um, Christopher was saying it feels like Scotland was a red herring. That was just something they were feeding us to maybe distract us from, like you know, New Zealand or something. That it was, it's not. Okay. We're not filming there. All right. Jim was of the mind that maybe they're going to fill Numenor stuff in Scotland. Okay. Middle Earth stuff in New Zealand. Gotcha. Yeah. So both, I, I could see both being true. Um, I feel like we've kind of been deceived before a few times, um, either intentionally or just through the evolution of what they've been developing. Mm-hmm. But this article says that they've been working for more than a year on the project and various endeavors such as building studio locations. Good. So that means golly. Yeah. So that means they've been working uh, let me see what it says here. What in, is going in Auckland, on? An Auckland Films industry senior member told the publication that at least two different New Zealand film production companies, uh, Kumeo Film Studios and Auckland Film Studios are already doing pre-production work on the show. In fact, it's reported they've been working for more than a year already on the project in various endeavors, such as building studio locations. Wow. So um, it was previously rumored that the Amazon Lord of the Rings TV show may film in Scotland. It's still possible the production will shoot in other locations outside of New Zealand. Uh, The New Zealand uh, Herald, like we said, only reported that a huge part, uh, but but presumably not all. So I was a little worried when I saw just Auckland because I thought to myself, Please don't do a bunch of CGI. Please don't yeah, please make don't do the that. mistake that, well, in my opinion, a mistake that the ho- the Hobbit made of going too heavy on yep green screen locations instead of practical real life place. Like your, New Zealand is beautiful enough. Yeah, you don't have to mess around with it. Just go out. That was the thing we loved about the, the original trilogy is we fell in love with a country. We discovered a country. Yeah. I didn't know about New Zealand before. I mean. I, I think I knew it was on the, the map, yeah, but yeah, I yeah, had yeah. no idea of what it looked like, where it was. It literally put it on the map in my life and so many others. And it's because they just, they dropped down in locations and they, in, in actual places and filmed. 360, what was there? You right, know, they may have right. added, uh, you know, Helm's Deep to an area. They may have eventually in Return of the King, they kind of piecemealed a few places together to sure. make, to make, um, a place that was just unattainable. For the most part, it was practical. Uh, they, they were practical locations that really exist that you can go visit, you know? And that's the also that's also one of the amazing things about it. You can go drive out to Mount Sunday and yeah. see Edoras. You can go drive to uh, some of the hills in the Waikato area where they filmed Weathertop. You know what I'm saying? Um, so anyway, I, I, when I heard just Auckland, I was a little worried. Now that Queenstown's in the mix, mix I'm like, okay, they're they're they might have a studio location based there, but that means they're also going to be going out into the wild yeah, of yeah. the South Island. Okay, that's good. That's a good good sign. Yeah, and also with the whole idea that a huge part will be filmed in New Zealand, not saying completely because that was something that Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit took pride in, took a lot of pride in that they were filmed yeah. exclusively in New Zealand. Right, and I'm sure that a New Zealand newspaper would say that. You know, would boast that if they could, that it's, we're not going to Scotland, guys. We don't need to. We're going to stay in, and it's going to be completely done in New Zealand. So the fact that it says a huge part makes me think, okay, they might still be going to Scotland. 
that theory that Jim has that maybe that'll be Numenor and they'll film Middle Earth in New Zealand, that starts to make a little bit of sense in my mind. Yeah. You have your hand raised, young man. Go ahead. Okay. Freedom to speak. Thank you, sir. So, here, here, here I'm just... <laughs> Exclu- I, excuse me. Here's I, the I, thing. I, that I was know. a loud cough. You know where I'm going next summer? Yeah, where you should have been going this summer. Right. You well, should be there right now. Here's the thing. Scout and locate. Wait, are you, are you involved with this? Listen, here's the thing. <laughs> the reason I'm so quiet on this kind of stuff yeah. is... You know stuff, don't you? There's things I know, and I can't take it. <laughs> but what I do know is that uh, in my heart, and I'll just say this, all right? Mm-hmm. They, they better shoot some of it in Scotland. Yeah, I... Because I'm, I want to go there. I want to be able to go... I, 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 I want to go. Our goal is eventually for me... And when the kids get older, all that kind of stuff, you know, I said that like you and I have kids together. <laughs> well, if you listen to, oh man. Meanwhile, back Woo! in the Shire, we we may have actually. we may have actually. So, but I'm hoping that to go to New, to go to New Zealand one mm-hmm. day. Yep. And I don't know, man. I just was really excited about the idea that like you could see, you could fall in love with a a different mountain, a different yes. yeah. cliffside. Yes. And you could say, oh my gosh, you know, I, mean, I know that they've used that country quite a bit for different things. But they've used New Zealand for other things too, other projects and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like build a set. I mean, I don't know. I just was like so. Oh, I fell in love with the go. idea too. And, I, yeah. And because of all the lakes and the locks and everything. Oh and yeah. I was just like, man, that'd be so cool. There's definitely a way to do it. There has to be. Um, that's a beautiful, beautiful country, and so oh, it's, bre- it's breathtaking. It's it's dramatic. It's yeah. It, I, it feels like Middle Earth, and then also just the whole idea that like Scotland is the backyard of you know it's, it's the northern neighborhood of yeah. England, yeah. right? I mean, right. they're different countries. Obviously, they're very different groups of people. But when Tolkien was writing about what, some of these places. You know places he had been and visited. Yes, yes. Yeah. it's on. Yeah. It, it Middle Earth was the British Isles, right? I mean, a histor- history of of England and Scotland is a part of that. Uh, you know, part of the yeah. you know the British Islands and a very large part, prominent part. And it, it does feel like some of those more wild, mountainous, rugged locations. And yeah. and why not? Why not Numenor? Right. You know, um, all the the the. Um, the islands that ring it to the west, yeah, and then even could, the north. Yep. And I'm just thinking about how uh, Numenor was an island. Yep. And I'm sure, you know, the, 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 the five tips of the star. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I was very excited about it too. So I'm still holding on to hope. I, I still have a hope that they will film there as well. Uh, Can I ask you another question? Why did this just now make news? Is it because they just I, landed? Like, or is it we just now learning about it? Because. How far along are they really? If it's been a year, have they been working here? Like, what's, <laughs> I, you know, dude, I don't. I'm asking the wrong person, or what's going on? What was the question? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's it seems to me like they are keeping everything. I, I don't know. I it's don't know what's under misinformation wraps. anymore and what what is truth. But um, what um, oh, what Stephen uh, shared with us is an article from. Uh, the Otago Daily Times, which um, is the region where Queenstown is located. And, I mean, it's just talking about how um, Queenstown will play a big role in the Lord of the Rings series. And talking about how it could, uh, you know, this could be a big boom. Um, Well, this is interesting. This is, I didn't read this before just now. 
Industry sources say New Zealand has been confirmed as the primary location for the $1.5 billion production Lord of the Rings series. Uh, the country nearly lost out the astronomical lucrative deal to Scotland, which is now expected to play a smaller part in the TV series. So this tells me as that this is recent. According to the high-level film industry insider, the New Zealand... Wow, okay, so we need that guy's number. The New Zealand government provided reassurance to Amazon after the 15th of March attacks uh, while the tumultuous Brexit situation hindered Scotland's yeah. pitch. Okay. See, that was the whole reason we didn't... Yeah, go ahead. Okay. When commissioning inter, uh, international television productions... They all have security reports and look at the risks and threats to international crews coming in. Okay. Very interesting. Um, and this just goes on to talk about the economic boom it's going to provide for uh, Queenstown and the local economy. I mean, there it's already yeah. a huge destination for people who love Middle Earth and Lord of the Rings. But, right. right. Um, wow, that's a great... That's a great um, article also talks about how uh, jeff bezos is a huge lord of the rings fan who's not um interesting very interesting well so scotland's out okay awesome well great yeah i oh and also phil i think it was in the article that phil um shared from the new zealand herald is that this is is something else that, that has kind of been up in the air and now seems maybe more substantial and more credible to talk about okay uh, Jen Jennifer Salk, who uh, is in, we've talked about her before. Way early on, she's um, in charge for. I'm sorry, in charge of creating these Amazon shows, right? Okay, and kind of overseeing this whole project. Uh, you know, she was involved in uh, Payne and McKay being hired. Uh, she was involved in Cogman, the the third head of the dragon from Game of Thrones, or third eye of the crow, whatever Raven. Um, being involved in the creative decision-making. She said that the discussion of Peter Jackson's involvement is also ongoing. So, well, so, so, okay, what I'm hearing is that nothing's really, I mean, so like maybe a script is being, uh, the writers, all that stuff's happening. And you said sets. I mean, someone had talked about maybe possible they had been working on sets. Yeah, studio, studio space. Just, okay. Yeah, well, I'm sure... If they've been building studios in New Zealand, that that Weta has been working on stuff too. That's I mean, that's my assumption. Like, if you're you're not you're not going to go film in New Zealand and not use Weta, especially if they want continuity, um, visual continuity from the films to the show. Yeah, Weta is going to be involved. That's a no brainer. They're already set up to do it anyway. They already have archived stuff from the from the Second Age. Um, that and I'm sure that they've been working with. Um, their their uh, art team and development, maybe dude, maybe John Howe and Alan Lee are down there. You know, for all yeah, we know, prob- yeah, um, for all we, yeah, we don't, yeah, you know, working with Richard Taylor and getting it all hammered out and ready to go, right? Um, but it was interesting because the con- the, the the quote, I, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but what she sounded like she was saying was, they went to Peter Jackson and said, "Hey, how much do you want to be involved?" They put it in his. They put the ball in his court and said, wow. you just pretty much tell us the amount of involvement you want and it's done kind of a thing is what it sounded like to me. Now, this is where you're going to think I'm crazy. Oh, boy. I trust Peter Jackson. 
Okay. I trust Peter Jackson. I know we have given him a lot of crap, and even just as fans, um, for what kind of happened with The Hobbit. Yep. But he never wanted to make The Hobbit. He wanted to be involved as a producer and a writer. Yeah. As a part of the writing team. Yeah. Right? Yep. Along with Philip Boyens and Fran Walsh and Guillermo. I can never say his name. Guillermo del, del Toro. Toro. Yes. And and for the longest time that was it was going to be his movie to make. It was GDT's movie to make. Um the, all the legal junk and the whole settlement with New Line from financial distribution of the trilogy held that all up. It was a big deal. And yeah. then also New Line and Warner Brothers, like Warner Brothers buying out New Line and all that stuff. It delayed it big time, and Guillermo said, I got to step away. There's other things I want to accomplish. I can't spend any more time waiting for this to happen. And so it pretty much fell on Pete, like, you either, now you're in charge. You either make these movies or they're not going to be made. So it was something he never really, he never went in saying, I want to make the Hobbit film. Yeah. Or films. So I almost kind of trust him in this situation. To say, I don't want what happened with The Hobbit. Because I don't think he liked upsetting fans. That was not his goal. Was no. to make us upset. He did, he, you know, I don't know. I, no, I know that. So, anyway. Uh, all, all opinions aside. I think he's going to look at this situation. I think he's going to pick a, I hope anyway. I've got faith in him. I'm trusting him. To, to pick a role that suits him. Maybe as an advisor. Maybe as uh, a consultant. Where they might come to him and say, hey, Pete. Sure. How would you recommend we go about this? Yeah. How would you visualize this? Maybe he comes in and directs a couple episodes in a season. Yeah. Guest yeah. directs. I mean, he's sure. done that before. He likes doing that. Um, so that, I think, would be a huge benefit. Yeah. I think with him in the right role and the right influence would be big time. Yeah. Would be helpful and would, I would think, even bring some continuity as well. Yeah. Um. But so anyway, that that just so everyone knows, that is still in the conversation. Whereas before it was kind of like, he's not going to be involved. He said, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Or I might just help out. It's it's kind of in his court, in his yeah. Yeah, realm. So, so you said that you trust him to make that decision. Yeah, I do. I trust him to also make the decision yeah. about what is best for him mm-hmm. and what is maybe best for this series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, an advisor, like, like, okay, if it's sort of a consult, like, I am here if you guys need me, that's them picking when they need me right. to come in. And an advisor right. is more like, here's, like, it's almost like when they brought George Lucas into Star Wars and they were kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, so here's the thing. We have our plan. Mm-hmm. We're doing this. If we run into a hiccup, we want to be able to talk to you. Whereas yeah. he was trying to advise a little bit and was like, I don't know that I'd do it that way. I would do it this way. Yeah. And so something yeah. that they that the team believed in, it kind of disrupted and it was a little bit shaky there, but it all worked out, and there's still, you know, good stuff going on. That's what he said. I need to just let it be your own thing. Let me not, yeah. mu- not, not muddle the water and say, well, was that JJ? Was that George? So that's the thing I, I would worry a little bit about is right. just like, I do trust him to say, I'm going to be a console. Too many chefs in the kitchen. Yeah. Kind of deal. If yeah. you need help figuring out how to do that one thing, you know, or anything, just come come to me. And he, yeah, and he has a lot of or other things. Or just be all in. 
Yeah, whatever one or he wants, the other. Whatever. Sure. If, if he wants to do it, then do it. Yeah, you know. He also does have other projects he's working on. A lot of things that he wants to get done as well. So I think that might also be. You know, it's obviously going to be another factor. Yeah, because the show is a multi-year. Right. And we talked about it. You know, we're going to be talking about it for I hope half so. a decade at I least, uh, if not longer. I hope more. I know. Me, me too. I, I love it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, depending on the amount of involvement he wants to have. Yeah, so I trust them. I think it'll be good. Um, all I have to say, in summary, I'm a little sad that it seems like Scotland's kind of taking a backseat. Yeah. I understand it because the infrastructure in New Zealand is already there. Yeah. It was always a question of studio space. It sounds like they've built, um, you know, we're, we're able to accommodate through new builds in Auckland and Queenstown and uh, Weta can be involved. So that makes sense. Um, they can even, you know, uh, have Peter Jackson at the ready for any kind of consultative stuff. They, they, yeah. they've, they've done it there before, so that's fine. Right. And there are, there are so many corners of New Zealand they haven't even touched yet yeah. that they can find brand new locations. Um, and if they need to use familiar ones, they know where to go. Yeah. Or they yeah. know who to go to, and they'll be working for them anyway. But it, it is kind of sad, isn't it? Can we, can we, well, can we mourn the I, loss of Scotland for a second? We because can. But the, the other thing is, is we can also be happy, too, if Scotland still is a place where they go for a sliver yeah. of whatever, and maybe in, I don't know, is this sort of like they're going to run if it's a series and let's say it's a five season, you know, series or mm-hmm. whatever, maybe they do. Yeah. That's good. A little yeah. bit, you know, like, like a like season here yeah. or a couple yeah. seasons there. And yeah. then we need to shift. We need another location. Yeah. Cool. Let's bring, let's go, you know, to this one spot because as this this is a location we can't pass up on. We've saw it, we've seen the vision. Yeah, and we're gonna go with it because I do get that maybe right now is not the best time uh, over. You know, in uh, in, yeah. in the UK to be doing. I don't think that's the sole reason though. Do you? No, I don't either. I really don't. I think they wanted I think it's a convenient uh, answer to maybe seem like Scotland doesn't make as much sense, but I don't think. It's well, the other thing is that like you, the reason you celebrate the New Zealand piece is that there are a lot of like I think that's a place that's been passionate about it. It's, oh yeah, they're known for it. We we've got the okay we we got the best movies, yeah. I mean, I mean literally. So we've got Fellowship, you know, Two Towers, and Return of the King. Yeah, I mean, some of the best movies ever, 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 ever done. Ever. Okay, so and we got those from this this yeah. place with this yeah. te- with a, a team of people and stuff. So I'm all I'm all, I'm all for it. I, I just hope maybe there's a little sliver that we can get uh, some of the Numenor piece or something like that mm-hmm. uh, in Scotland. But yeah. if not, I I honestly at the end of the day, I mean, it's it is cool, and you've been a big location guy, and you like the production of stuff and the behind the scenes and i i yeah for me i'm all about like story what's you know i, I want to mm-hmm. make sure like as mm-hmm. long as that's solid and we're really really focused and it's and it feels like middle earth it feels mm-hmm. like numenor and things mm-hmm. then cool i'm yeah. all for it yeah so, yeah wow i'm mourning i mean all that to say <laughs> we just need can we get a hellhammer for jeremy soul seriously doing the soundtrack please i would love howard shore to be involved but i mean Let's, Give him an episode. Let's do something different. Give him a season. Let's do something different. Because well, I don't see, know about you, some some elements of the Hobbit soundtrack, they sounded like uh, you're just, I know you have to regurgitate, but you're regurgitating, man. Yeah. It's not and different I, enough. It's I not would new like, enough. Yeah. I, I don't know. It almost felt kind of stale and canned. Sure. And expected. Yeah. And I want something unexpected. And um, Jeremy Soul. You just fall, we're, we're putting you, it out there. You fall in love with him. Dude, I'm in love with him. So. I'm in love with him. Yeah, it's good. He, I'm he all for it. He may sing me to sleep every night. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, 
a lot to be said there, a lot to take away. We want to know what you guys think. Of course, um, are you sad that Scotland's out? Are you happy that New Zealand is uh, a huge? <laughs> it's, it's huge in New Zealand. Huge. Um, or, you know, what? I mean, did, did you want to see something else? Um, does the whole, uh, I don't know. Are you are you pro green screen? Do you want to see more f- actual locations? I think most of us probably want to see more of New Zealand kind of discovered, yeah, um, and shared with the rest of us. So, so lots to talk about. Yeah. Um, we're getting a an eagle uh, flying in. I think it sounds like, oh. yeah. Um, wow. This this is probably going to be an update. I think from uh, Chase McKinney. Uh, let's go ahead and just let him take it away. Chase, uh, pass it over to you, my friend. Thanks, guys. We have continued to follow the story regarding the newest park in the Universal Studios Park family, rumored to be called Fantastic Worlds. There is credible speculation that the new park will be roughly twice as large as Islands of Adventure and will not have a lagoon allowing for more space to be utilized in the creation of these themed areas. It has also been speculated through an extrapolation of the current area being developed that there will be a central hub much like the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland respectively. This central hub will likely have a central icon much like the aforementioned parks. The new park will be about 3-4 to four miles away from the current Universal Studios property. Highway expansion is taking place on Kirkland Road to allow for a dedicated tram lane for this future park. A new road will be constructed and will run perpendicular to Kirkland Road. The opening of Fantastic Worlds is estimated to be as early as 2023 and as late as 2025 due to the road expansion and also road creation that will be known as Universal Way. In other news, it is time for the uppers to go home. The archives are open and it is time to be filled in by none other than Phil Seidel with the Minas Tirith Archives History of Middle Earth podcast. The first episode is currently available and can be heard on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. For EAVE News, I'm Chase McKinney. Back to you, Ezin Lane. So there you have it. Um, Aomer of uh, Rohan himself. Our minds us... think alike. <laughs> yes, that's right, man. So um, given that wonderful plug for our buddy Phil. And, you know, so I, I was just kind of thinking as he was talking about this, you know, he's been covering this uh development for us for months now uh, of this universal magical worlds park uh 2023 2025-ish opening date makes me think as you know is this if they are going to do something middle earth related it makes sense for the timing it makes sense because we watch the show yep we get obsessed with the show um they have locations and sets that they could recreate much like um uh, the Harry Potter world. Is that what it's called? Uh, Wizarding World or something okay, like that? Okay, yeah. Wizarding World yeah. has done, right? Sure. Um, and it could be right hot on the trails of the show and have people's interest and give people something much closer than New Zealand that they could go visit and feel immersed in Middle Earth. Yeah. that Actually, I think it makes a lot of sense too. Yeah, I do too. Uh, just with the timing of it, as you say. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cool. So exciting, really interesting. Uh uh, Chase will keep us updated uh, as we continue on. Um, awesome. A lot of stuff to, to still talk about, but um, we'll keep it brief. The long expected party is coming up 
quicker than we realize. Uh, Saturday, September 21st, kicking off around 3 p.m. here in the uh, Shire of America, little village of Amanda. It's going to be right here in the backyard. Uh, might even be able to dedicate a studio. Uh, yeah, it, in the same in the same day, there will be all kinds of surprises. Bill Joe Baggins will be there. Um, we'll have a uh, potato cook-off. Uh, I just the saw chance, the golden potato for the, the chance the to win for the chance to win the golden potato. Last year it was a three-way tie um, between all three contestants. Now this year we're picking a winner. I think we're going to have to. I think we're going to have more sending, entries. We are literally sending that potato yeah. home to somebody. So uh, we were unable to. Uh, come up with a unanimous winner so we uh, gave out t-shirts but this year it's for the golden potato yep uh we have so many people coming in like it's kind of hard to keep track of um there is a, a kind of an open invitation available on facebook so if you're interested in coming we have some details there so that's just a, a few of the things we're going to do um there'll be also some other things going on and just different things that we can though i think there's going to be trivia uh, I think um, actually Phil Willis said he's bringing the trivia game. Oh, sweet. pretty hardcore. He actually, nice. yeah, he messaged me on Instagram and said, yeah. "Hey, found a uh, Middle Earth trivia book. We're going to see who really knows their oh, stuff." Oh my! I don't know if I should participate. I'm not participating. I'm going to embarrass myself. Like <laughs> but you know what? We're yeah. Tukes, so that's, that's okay. True. We yeah. we are we'll full, full already. Yeah. You know what? Give me give me some liquid courage. I'll be in there. Uh, is that book written by Jaron Token? I don't know. <laughs> so um, hey. but it's going to be a great time. Food yeah. and drinks and and even birthday presents that Bilbo will give out himself for everyone who comes. Um, we want you to see where uh, this book club takes place. Yeah. Um, you can walk right here into the in the dining room and see the uh, the very normal uh, place where we sit every every fortnight, and it's, then yeah, go out cool. and see. Yeah, oh, I love it. But yeah. you know, it's just it's just a it's a it's a mirror dining room, my friends. It's, it's Lane's dining room, so I'll go ahead and tell you it's really cool. <laughs> and, so. and and then you know, hopefully, uh, have as much done of that studio as possible to kick it in there. And and yeah. the cool thing is, is if you're here, you will have a chance to as long as it's finished enough, we'll record out in the studio and, and christen it. Uh, we won't yeah. do any recording until then. Right. In that room. Right. And you'll be a part of the very first time. So. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. one thing just to help us out for like uh, food prep and everything, if, if people could go on the main page, uh, mm-hmm. on the Facebook page, mm-hmm. uh, an unexpected podcast and just click on events on the left hand side and go in there and just let us know if you are coming. I know we have some surprises and things mm-hmm. uh, in store for folks, yep. but uh, yeah, just let us know. So that way or reach out to Lane or I and yeah. let us know if you're coming because we yeah. want to kind of. Uh, a little bit of a head count just so we can make enough food and, and have everybody yeah, absolutely you know, well taken care of. Yep. So uh, what else? Oh, we, we have um, been sampling Charlotte's coffee. Uh, it is incredible. Uh, we have tried the Sumatran dark roast and the, the Sumatran city roast. And I don't know guys, it's a toss up. I'm, I'm more on the dark end. And I think as is more on the city end, uh, Goldberry likes both of them. Um, she's a fan. I think we have two more to sample. Okay. And then we're going to kind of let Charlotte know, and we will have some unexpected coffee. <laughs> and, and that's just like, it's amazing. I, I can't get over it guys. The mead, the coasters, the candles, yeah. uh, where does it stop? I mean, you guys are awesome. You got It's fantastic. Um, it's and cool. we feel honored just to be a part of it really. yeah because because it's, it's way do. it's so much it's so much bigger it's yeah we do it's fantastic uh we want to send thanks and also continued um uh, well wishes and uh support to wells who uh his his home caught on fire if you're in the facebook group you saw it um 
they're going to have to totally gut their home, but everyone was safe and his Lord of the Rings collection was saved. So um, we're thinking about you, brother, and your family, and we're glad everyone's okay. Yeah, Stuff can be replaced. People cannot be. So that's the most important part, and we're glad that you're you're all right. Yeah. Um, so reach out to him if you guys can. Yeah, give him give him some love. Um, we're gonna, yeah, um, encourage him. And then also we want to. Yeah, we're yeah. planning on we're planning on. Uh, yeah, we'll be in touch with him. So. Yeah, and we also wanted to say um, to one of the Shire Rats, Susie Milhouse, who recently lost her grandma, that you know, um, all of our condolences. We love you. Um, also, go ahead and, and go and su- uh, send her some some love and support on on Facebook. And uh, you know, losing uh, family is never. You know, it's never easy, and it's it's something. Even if it, uh, I don't know, I don't know. We we need each other's support in those times. So, uh, Susie, if you know, need anything, let let all of us know, and uh, we'll be there for you. So, yeah, absolutely, uh, we love you. Um, last week we had a poll: Would you rather be like Mary or Pippin, swearing your service and allegiance to Theoden or Denethor? Uh, this was definitely a one-sided <laughs> yeah, it uh, was. Uh, result here. Uh, 275 votes. 97% said Thoden. 3% said Denethor. So um, I should have put in there, too, that you couldn't... I think everyone was like, well, I'd love to be fighting in Gondor, but I don't want to fight for Denethor, so I've got to go with Thoden. I see. And I should have put in the, the fine print that... you. It's it's both. They're a package deal. So if you want to fight in Gondor, you have to fight for Denethor. Yep. And yep. if you, you know, obviously Theoden, no one's had, no one has a problem well, with because he's awesome. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but anyway, yeah. So there was some there was some debate it's, going it's, on in the comments, which I I thought was yeah, great. It's I not about it. Pippin and Mary. All right. It's it's about who you're swearing to. I yeah. feel like you know. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. You swear to me. You swear to me, <laughs> Grandma Worm Time. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So that's fun. That's that's fun. Anything else uh, we need to um, or would like to talk about? Uh, no. Besides all the technical difficulties we've been having this episode, I mean, just, <laughs> sorry about that. Like, good grief! You know, it's crazy. It's, there's literally a lightning storm going on outside, so I that could have, have something, something to do with it. To do with it. Save the clock tower. How many times has your house been struck? I don't know. Uh, probably a few. Do you have a lightning rod up there? I don't think so, dude. Are you Am serious? I to? Yeah. Duh. You're supposed to get a coat hanger, and you're supposed to go out there and tie A coat it. hanger? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm, I we're not in Kentucky, <laughs> brother. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> you just made fun of... No. <laughs> a whole state. Don't you dare. I, was I making fun of, or was I expressing your ingenuity? I know. You're right. Jeez. You're right. Wow. You're right. Way to judge me. Okay, sorry. Slam on me, guys. See how, wow. see how, see how things get turned around. It's a paddle ball. It just comes right back to you. Oh, goodness. All right, friends. If you will, we're going to get into the chapter. Is that all right? About time. Chapter three, the As mustard need... <laughs> or the muster of, of Rohan. Rohan. If you ever need to just cut me off, if I'm talking too much about the show or. No, dude, I don't. Other I ne- never. Comings and goings. Never. You just, you look me right in the eyes and you say, you stop talking. Stingo Batch, I've had enough of your talking. You're talking too much talking. Talking. I'm just kidding. Tolkien. Oh, goodness. No. It's, a, it's, it's epic, guys. And so yeah. here we are, and uh, we got a little summary for you. So we've got, uh, oh, man, I just, these first three chapters yeah, have been amazing. Return of the King is, okay, so I remember in the past, and I remember the very first time I read Return of the King, I rushed through it. I was yeah. getting ready for the film. I was a high school kid. Uh, I think yeah. I was 
what was it, 2003, I was a freshman. Mm -hmm. And I was, I had to be ready for the film, man. So I had, and it, you know, I was a high school kid, so I read a little bit. Well, I, don't, I probably don't read as slow as I do now. But, you know, wasn't super fast. Right. Um, but I had to get it done as quickly as possible because I wanted to be able to compare it to the, the movie. Yeah. And so you forget how incredible this book is. Like, in three chapters, it's done what, oh man, in many it's... ways, what the other two have done in their entirety. Yep. Can I say that? Is that you safe can. to say? You can. You're allowed to say I mean, it. Well, and we I haven't think... even gotten to the ring bearer yet. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. Here's the thing. Sometimes when you have... Um, this is one of the things I actually worry about in... Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm just going to make a quick aside here. Okay. Is that you worry the longer you go on and what happened in Wheel of Time as well is you start to kind of, what Tolkien did is he, he, he's a master, right? He wrote these yeah. six books. Yeah. Uh, we know them as three, but it's amazing how we worry about like sequels for movies and, and things that fail after the mm -hmm. first, you know, big pop and Living big up success. Living up to the hype. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Hobbit. The, the Hobbit is amazing. It's what sets everything mm -hmm. off. And then, mm -hmm. boom, we get into this this big, huge uh, story. But you're right. It just keeps getting better. Mm -hmm. and, and it actually, it's just over and over and over satisfying. Yeah. And I think that's what's nuts. And so in three yeah. chapters, you've had just juicy, juicy, juicy chapters. And yeah. I just, I don't know. It's, we're spoiled. We're spoiled. Yeah, we are. So. Absolutely. All right. So in summary, uh, Thaden and the writers... They reach the outer hills of Rohan after a hard three-day journey. Hmm. We're seeing three already. Oh, come on, man. stop to that. As I soon just as I thought can. about it. <laughs> or for, oh, seriously. Forgotten about it. For, you just... You, wait, wait. Did, did you did you find about it or did you uh, thought you know, about am it? I, am I in charge of the Amazon show? I don't know. Uh, right. You decide. Shaving it. So, Amer uh, uh, and Thaden's... Uh, oh, sorry. Thaden's sister's son, urged his uncle to not go further east, but Thaden insisted on going to war. So, yeah, that's an interesting uh, conversation and a yeah. really great moment for, for Thaden. Uh, gathering the remaining riders of Rohan, Thaden decided to ride to the hold of Dunharrow, where the people of Rohan had taken shelter in mm -hmm. anticipation of war. And, you know, uh, Dunharrow is sort of this place where we'll talk more about, like, this... It's something we were trying to figure out the map. We're trying to figure out yeah. uh, if you were listening to, to Discord, the last recording, we were kind of going back and forth on just like, where does Aragorn go? How did how did he and they did not, you know, meet and what all was yeah, happening? Right. Right. So, uh, so we got some some cool Ships maps. Ships in we'll the share. night. <laughs> uh, so anyways. Oh, gosh. He found uh, Awen, the Lady of Rohan, waiting there among her people. He ordered the host to rest for uh, the night there. So. Now, Mary is with him, and Mary has mm -hmm. been basically, we know the great company By himself, man. went their own way, and then yeah. Mary is, is left with Thaden, right? Yeah. And he's fulfilling his duties as the king's squire. Thaden further explained to Mary the legend of the paths of the dead. Mm. And so it's a big topic because we know that Aragorn and the great company were there. They went this way. Uh, Awen was really, you know, um, upset about that. Yeah, oh, right? yeah. And, and, oh, yeah. So Three had, uh, times try to talk yeah. Aragorn from, yeah, yeah, and and even early in this chapter, it's like Aomer's like, well, that yeah, he's going to his doom, right? He's gone. He's he's it might as well be dead to us, kind and of a deal, you know. It's interesting that I'm just gonna I'm I just have to get there. Ah, please. Theoden kind of is able to see what may be the yes. time. The time is at hand, yes, perhaps, and that 
uh, not all is, is lost in his eyes. And, yeah. and I think, you know. He is so wise. He is. And, and, and he's able to measure a man and understand. Yes, he is. And also. Who we're talking about. Yes. And the destiny yep. of certain men. Yep. Right. He. Uh, I don't know, man. He I, He's great in the films. He's a million times better in the he's books. He's so much better. Yes, I know. Uh, it's just that he he is of, of the highest of the highest quality, you know, to right. to borrow the term of another. Right. Yeah. So, um the steward of Gondor sends the red arrow. Mhm. Sends the red arrow. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Thaden recognizes this. We've got uh you know, you remember back to the to the first chapter in this book, we had riders. Remember that Gandalf and, yeah, and Pippin as they were right. coming in. Uh, these riders were, were riding, you know, this way and that way. Uh, okay, so Theoden states that they have 6,000 riders yeah. that they can they, they can send, that they can set out for yeah. Minas Tirith yeah. in the morning. But they wouldn't reach for, they wouldn't get there for what, like a week? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Six days, uh, something like that? Yeah. Yes. So Too um, long. Way too long. Yeah, way too yeah. long. And, and, well, at first it, it wasn't a little bit more, well, no, it's lit. So they have this, um, the next morning. Yeah. It's it's really when they were going to do sort of a slow sort of gather, yeah. um, a, a greater muster, mm-hmm, if you will, mm-hmm. and at sunrise this darkness had descended. Mm-hmm. We remember at the yeah, end of the last right. chapter with the Great Company, what was this? And actually, somebody yeah. did a, had a really great picture uh, of a storm rolling in, yeah, yeah. and like that that cloud, that the yes. front of that cloud, like just just moving like through a storm front. If you look yeah. at the very very front of it, and you yeah. you see daylight, and you see this this great darkness moving yeah. in, you're like, what is that? Yeah. And yeah. it stays, and it just comes in and just settles over the land. Right. Uh, so you know that's it's a it's, it's gloomy, and it's and it's definitely from Mordor came from that direction. So uh, we are. We're nervous. Yeah. And even the, the writers of... Very unnatural. Yeah, the writers of Rohan aren't even... They don't speak the same way. Mary notices that they're not as confident, yeah. even though they're sounding the That's horns right. and they're getting... Like, it's definitely put... It's the, And then when they look to their leader, though, yeah. Theoden, yeah. he's ready to go. Yeah. I mean, he's sort of like, now is the time. Summon everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like this This haste yeah. takes, you know, sets in, uh, which I think is with it, it's just really cool. So... As the host prepares to leave, they didn't ask Mary to stay behind. Yeah, just because they they he, they're going to make haste and none, none of his riders. Yeah, 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 and that's it's even though he has the pony and yeah. and everything, and he's just he he, he can't. He's, he's so upset because his friends are all there. They're yeah. all in danger. Yeah, right. He he's right. the last. Don't want to be left out of. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine being? I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. No, there's no way. And he's like, I'll oh, walk no. there. Yeah, I will. I will say. I, I will be able to say. That I did everything I could to get there. Yeah, dude, the, the, the courage of hobbits. Yep. I know. It's, an, <sighs> it's unreal. So, okay. Um, we find out, though, he, he kind of makes a friend, and we have someone who also has been wanting to ride to war. and who's also felt left yeah. behind. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. so cool, man. So, the buildup. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So, we'll get into to that uh, character. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then this character kind of... Helps him out and, and gives him a bit of a ride. So, yeah. uh, we, there we go, my friends. Here we go. Yeah. So let's get into mm. some of this. Um, looking at just, I, I like to look. I, I'm gonna start with the map here and just kind of take a gander. And I still have pulled up the interactive. Uh, so it's the Lord of the Rings project map, but it's yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it is. And because you can you can get those uh, timelines and mm-hmm. kind of see what's what's going on here. So remember. It's almost as if they were moving 
the Rue, we know that the Grey Company and Aragorn kind of uh, they 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 ride on ahead um, earlier to Dunharrow, right? And they they meet with uh, Aowen and things. Um, the it looks like just from the maps and 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 what have you that they left that when Theoden left. He kind of moves through that mountain range a little mm-hmm. bit, right? And you've got some yeah. great images in, of, of him just sort of um, ascending and descending, just going through and, and gathering uh, the people there of the Westfold and, yes. and moving down to Dunharrow and so yep. and, and so on. So now when they, they get take, there... They take the high road. Yes. And not the there low you road. go. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a deal. Through the mountains. Through the mountain, which yeah. took them longer. And that, yes. was the, that was the thing that we I was struggling with was like, why? How did they get... How did... Uh, Aragorn not get there. How did he get there ahead of him? But that's they, they took different yeah. roads and yeah. routes and had different purposes and things. Yeah. So now when when they're there, they're right at the path. They're at the the gate, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, that would lead. You could go directly south into Gondor, mm-hmm. um, cut cut through the mountain range, and you're going through the paths of the dead. Mm-hmm. Or, my friend, you could go back up to Edoras, mm-hmm. and as they do, we'll find out later. They sweep east. Mm-hmm. And they come right down the mountain range. Yeah. And they ride. Through some open territory, right? Yeah. Which, yes. you know, they're not they're not totally sure what they're going to find along the road, too. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of like it could run into some trouble. Oh, absolutely. They, could. They, 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 could they absolutely have could. some fights along the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's, let's just take a, a look at this. One thing that this chapter does, too, is sometimes it compares where Pippin is yeah. in relationship to the, Mary and the timeline. Yes, it places us in with... It gives us perspective of what other people are doing within our... Other members of our fellowship, where yes. they are, what point they are, uh-huh. uh, either that we've read before or we're going to read. Yep. Yeah. Which is great. So, places it into a timeline. Because we saw Pippin kind of see the Prince of Dol Amroth mm-hmm. ride in yeah. uh, with his banners, and we saw that they were... Far too few people coming in yeah. to Gondor. Which fits perfectly to this chapter as yes, well, it does. doesn't it? Yes, it does. Pairs them perfectly. Um, so anyways, so we get that little little connection. Mm-hmm. And as the day is waning, right, This this um, there's a lot of shadows. There's a lot of darkness mm. creeping in. Um, they talk a lot of imagery and just like that, that lighting. Yeah. So um, like the last bits of it, rays. You know, there's not much showing anymore. It's gloomy. Man. It's getting far too gloomy. Uh, it talks about just them taking this um, this kind of winding uh, path, and, and the king rode slowly at the end of the day. Uh, the path turned around a huge uh, bare shoulder of rock and plunged into the gloom of soft, uh, sighing trees. Down, down they went in a long winding file. And I think, so for me, when I'm reading some of that, I'm, I'm almost—I I feel like there's there's more to this, like in between yeah. the last time we were with King Theoden and yeah. now, and sort of like this is the tail end of him, kind of coming out mm-hmm. of of that um, uh, range, the mountain yeah. range there. Yep, yep, from the mountains into this valley area. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it was a it, Mary kind of remarks that it's a, a strange country, right? And he's he's um, he's hearing tales about this land because they're getting close to an area that is uh it's got a lot of rumors mm-hmm. and there's there's some yeah. dark there they, even though we have darkness coming uh from the east and moving west it hasn't got there yet yeah right. and we're just on the doorstep of dunharrow and mm-hmm. and like he's starting to realize there's an eeriness to this place in and of itself yeah uh yeah. which they're still very safe here it's just that mm-hmm. uh 
we're we're close to the paths of the dead. Yeah, it's so. a pretty creepy location. Yeah, and a cursed sort of area. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, as Mary's looking out there at this this country, it was a uh, it was a skyless world in which his eye, through dim gulfs of shadowy air, saw only. Um, ever mounting slopes, great walls of stone behind great walls, and frowning uh, precipices wreathed in mist. He sat for a moment half dreaming, listening to the noise of water, the whisper of dark trees, the crack of stone, and the vast waiting silence uh, that brooded behind all sound. Hmm. The vast waiting silence that brooded behind all sound. Every this, once in a while, mm-hmm. I go a little too fast, my mm-hmm. friend. No. And I, you have to stop and... This, I mean, the whole, the whole uh, emotion or feeling that this this place paints and brings to life is you're on the edge of a battle. Yeah. Right? It's this dramatic scenery, but there's a... Just this... There's, there's something almost inta- intangible, but something that you can taste in the air, right? Like yeah. something big is about to happen. Um and I just love how he uses how Tolkien uses the physical world to tell that part of the story too. It almost like cue us in, yeah. Or even just the characters themselves. I, I, the next part is what really hit me. Um, well, where Mary is kind of reflecting, he says he loved mountains, or he had loved the thought of them marching on the edge of stories brought from far away. Yeah. But now he was borne down by the insupportable weight of Middle Earth. You know, this is a heavy-duty area. This is a... It's just... It's like... I don't know. It's steeped in... Just... It's it's massive. It's huge. And it yeah. says here, he longed to shut out the immensity in a quiet room by a fire. Yeah. And I, there's another line there, implication there. Back home in the Shire. Yep. And it's so funny, dude. Because we, when we... Whenever we go on vacations, it's like, I'm the same way. I related to this... Like spot on. Like I love the idea of mountains. I love hearing stories of mountains. Absolutely, yeah. I yes. go on a big adventure. I've gone on a few in my life, and five days in, I'm ready to be back home. Yeah. I'm like, this is beautiful, but it's all a little too much for me. I just want to be back home in the Shire. Yeah. And and the older I get, the that five days turns to like four and three and two. I mean, it even happened up in Michigan, man. I was like, this I is believe- gorgeous, but. I'm ready to be home. I want to be home. And right. that last little bit of, of the drive home is my favorite because yeah. there's no place like it, man. I mean, it's just... So, yeah, just the immensity of this moment, man. Wow. Can, can I tell you something? Yeah. Just a, a quick little thought that's occurring to me. And it, yeah. it has occurred to me before. It hasn't struck me this hard since the first book. Whoa. Yeah, seriously. I don't Whoa. know why. It's it's. <laughs> have you ever thought, like, I'm I'm... I'm really thinking about what Tolkien is saying in that paragraph and how he looked out in wonder on the strange country and all of the description here. Like, he's not just... Like, I'm thinking about what is what is this man who, years ago, what was he thinking when he wrote these very words? Huh. What was he thinking? Huh. And what was he actually trying to communicate? Because I was thinking about the mist and how that can kind of... You know, like the, the, things are hidden in the mist. Yeah, sure. And we'll know a great mist will come in later. An uncertain destiny, right? Yes, and and or that outcome, there, I should that, say. Yes, it's scary, but there are other things that are things that are hidden from us. And mm-hmm. even from the perspective of Mary, you're writing that, mm-hmm. and you you know, 
Aragorn we knew earlier with the Grey Company, he could see far off. Mm-hmm. And he had a great seeing stone as well. Uh, and things were a little wow. bit clear. And things don't seem as clear here to a little hobbit. Yeah. So when he... Because he goes in and out of different characters. But I don't know. It just hasn't struck me in a long time that like when I look at this and I think of... He sat for a moment half dreaming, listening to the noise of water. And he uses all of those like listening... Yeah. You know, all our, what we are All of our senses. Mm-hmm. And as you said, it's almost like this calm before a storm, right? Yeah. And it's not it's not even a threatening place. No, no. Uh, it's, the way he describes it, it's it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's it's breathtaking. And like almost in any other circumstance, it'd be a place you want to hang out. Yeah. And just just marvel at, right? Mm-hmm. But because, like you said, there's mist. There's it's sort of shrouded. Uh, <laughs> like sometimes sometimes that can, when you're in that kind of environment, when you're in that kind of atmosphere, it changes a place, right? It does something, like you're saying, it does something to your vision and your foresight, and it makes it, I don't know, not so certain, pretty unstable, you, your vision is limited. Yeah, and yeah, right, and so I'm also, that's, I'm that's also crazy, looking at the connotation of something, it's like the, the frowning precipices, like yep, the right. wreathed in mist. Sadness. Like, why would you use those words, yeah, right? And yeah. is, it, is, it, is it some of what Mary is feeling? Yeah, Because totally. you're, you're, the last line of that is what you, because that... Totally. When you read to the end of that paragraph, you make a, a break in a paragraph for a reason. And, and so yep. at the end, he th- he's, all he can think of is going back home. Mm-hmm. And whereas like if this is Theoden's country yeah. Yeah. and he's, he's right. like if we were describing this land yep. through his eyes, yep. it might be different. And, and it, that, the beginning of that paragraph, first line, first sentence, Mary looked out in wonder upon this strange country. Yeah. Strange country. And it is. Uh-huh. For a hobbit, it's very strange. It's not at all like the... The rolling hills and the farmland and the forest, right. the little forests of, of the Shire. It's it's completely different. Yeah, I don't know. And I you're just, right. He's feeling isolated himself. He's feeling cut off. The, that there's mist all around him. His friends are gone. And he ha- he has no one. He has no no. Uh, like the fellowship is gone around him. Yep. He doesn't have a great wizard to, to nope. see far off and tell him what's going doesn't on. Doesn't have a hobbit the, friend. No. So he is on his own, on his and own. it's he's the loneliest kind of the of nine. In, it, that's what I was getting to. Is yeah. it like? Isn't that a thing, you know, and that yeah. he's, he has to make a new friend. Yeah. He's going to have to make new acquaintances. Yeah. Otherwise he is just left out. Yep. And that's, I think one of the reasons we like Mary so much. Yeah. Um, so a lot anyways. of bravery, man. A lot of courage. Yeah. Yeah. Now one of the things that gives him kind of joy is the storytelling that he has yeah. with, with Theoden. So eventually he gets to ride I mean, he's, he's riding with the King and near him. And uh, at times he'll ride, he'll drift back behind him. But there were times when he talked to Theoden, telling him about his home and the doings of the Shire, or listening in turn to tales of the Mark and its mighty men of old. A sharing of stories. You know, yeah. I think that helps you pass the time, right? And you, sure. you get to think about, uh, uh, I don't know, it, it helps make a land also maybe less scary. And you can see from, let's as I said, if Theoden were describing this place mm-hmm. and talking about when he used to come through, like the stories that he had as a young, as a young man, mm-hmm. you know, uh, maybe tricks or games or you know battles or whatever things him growing up in and around this country it's less you know scary it's yeah. less daunting yeah. because we have him and right. this is his place this is his home yep. and it feels good so i don't know i yeah. feel like that's encouraging uh for, for mary if you will yeah definitely so. man and even just being able to talk about his home and his people yeah just gets you his know, mind he's, he's by himself right. and then also knowing i think that theoden that's like his request is to learn more about his people. So that would make you feel important too. And that would make you feel beloved and safe in a way. 
Yeah. You know, like there's this great king who this place to him is beautiful and it's not so ominous. Right. Or forebode, the foreboding isn't the same and and he wants to know about my people. Yeah. Like he wants to know about my home. Yeah. And yeah. it almost kind of lessens a place being scary, I guess, right? Yeah, you know, this is going to be a weird little, little connection, but like think of the Olympics and I think of like like different countries and cultures coming together and oh, yeah. what kind of brings people together. Because yeah. what he likes about this and he starts to, he's listening to the men speak in their own language, but then he's also listening to their songs. Yeah. And that lifted him up. Yeah. Because song is something that kind of music brings us together. Yes. You may yeah. not know what you're saying, but it sounds, it, it carries a, an emotion with it. And so he was encouraged by that. Because yeah, it does he talks, say. Yeah, he talks about his, his, uh, Mary felt his heart leap, though he did not know yeah. what they were singing about, what the yeah. words were about. Right. And right. can't I mean I I can relate to that. You have you ever heard I mean even um I think about like some some operatic pieces that are Oh yeah all I've, Italian. Exactly. I have no idea what they're talking about, right. but it's right. Like the way it is sung. Yes. And hearing the rhythm hearing tones, passion the, in another yeah, yeah, hearing passion in another language is well I mean even think about um the Elvish songs we hear in um The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Right? And when we hear like Aragorn and Legolas or or um Arwen and Elrond speak in Elvish, and it's like take the take the subtitles out. Yeah, I can kind of figure out at least the emotions they're feeling. I can. Yeah. Fi- it's just it's incredible. Like, yeah. and that was you know going back to what Tolkien loved most was was the language aspect. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's good. It's 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 nice to have that sort of piece where he sees uplifted. But yeah. uh, the very next paragraph says that all the same he had yeah. been lonely, <laughs> and never more so now. Yeah. And he thinks about Pippin. Where is Pippin at? And Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli. And they all have, you know, Pippin has Gandalf. Aragorn, Legolas, and right. Gimli have each other. Yes. And then he yes. thinks about who, man? Frodo and Sam. Like a cold touch on his heart. And like like almost yeah. like he feels bad that he hadn't thought about them for a first. while. First. Or, yeah. Like right. Either first or for a while. Right. Yes. And even where it says, yet they are more important than all the rest of us. And I came to help them. And you would, you would almost, you get caught up in this adventure and you forget that that was the whole purpose yeah that's why we're here well um yeah Yeah. but but and but now they must be hundreds of miles away if they are still alive he shivered yeah i know it it makes you think like as you say like he is more uncertainty yeah going in with that motif that he's building here exactly i'm being left behind I, i can't this is we're all he's already thinking about how alone and isolated he is and then we're gonna find out that he's he is to be left behind dude and you know it's it's great oh my gosh man to be left behind give it to me if they're still alive like Tolkien hated answering questions with like an absolute that's that's why he loved the applicability aspect we we haven't talked about that for a long time but yeah. that was something that he loved right you can take my story you can apply it to anything sure you could be christian muslim you could uh you know be from africa you could be from canada you know you could shoot man an alien could come down <laughs> Yeah. And read this and go, okay, this reminds me of something. Okay, all right. Right? Whatever. Um, but like he said, if you had to boil it down, when he was really pushed, I think, is what I have remember hearing from somewhere, that this book is about death. Yeah. It's about dying and being and being faced with that, uh, with that inevitability. And when will it come? And how will it come? Yeah. And him thinking about like his two friends and like not knowing, are they alive or dead? And think about, dude, think about his 
experience in the war. Yeah, absolutely. His friends. Well, look, look on, on other parts. Yeah, watching Tolkien. And all he was doing was searching for his friends. Right. Yep. Are they alive? Are they dead? And in some cases, maybe never finding out. Yep. And like years yeah. later, going, did he? You know, did he make it? He couldn't pick up a cell phone and just call him. No. Yeah, what? Right? And I dude, mean, we, you and I. We can kind of imagine what that was like because when we were kids, it was more that way. Yeah. It was more like, yeah, Yeah. home phones. That was it. You didn't. But now, you know, you can, I can get on Instagram and see where people are. I know. You can check into places. I can share my location with you and you could. Right. Yeah. Right. I know. It is so, like, my kids, my girls will never know what that's like. Yeah. They, They will read this and that will be as much a mystery to them. Yeah. As 100 years from now is to us. I know, and that's wild, and it, that's wild. It yeah. is wild. I am. I am glad that we grew up during a time where I had to go to the payphone and put money in. I'm <laughs> yeah, serious. Dude, I, I, I was my thing. I was like, yeah. I remember having the numbers in my wallet, and it was. Yeah, I tell that to my students now, and they just can't. They don't believe me. They don't understand. I'm like, yeah. What is a payphone? <laughs> like, like, like you didn't have a cell phone in high school. I'm like, no. Yeah. Senior year, I got one when I was yeah. 18. I was a junior when I could drive. Yeah, when I could drive, I need. I, and it was. I didn't have one when you, I was driving, and I was like. Yeah. It was crazy. I had to yeah. leave a note and like say ahead of time where I was going to go. Yeah, if I wasn't right. there, I was, it was trouble. trouble. Yeah, it was a trouble. Double, 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 <laughs> double trouble. So, anyways, huh? But yeah, yeah, it is interesting just to think that he he can't just check in and 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 see things. And that's why I mentioned like Gandalf having that sight and Aragorn having that sight and Denethor and and Faramir yeah, and yeah. things, you know, and even Theoden to some degree, yeah. uh, has that ability. And it's almost as if they can. Like they know men's hearts and they can, they can get a feel yeah. that they have, they have a better grip on what may happen, the potential I, and stuff. And I even, like, wow. Yeah. And I even think age, wisdom and experience too. Yeah. Right. Yes. Like in the same way. Okay, dude, I think about how we always, you know, we talk to our dads. Yeah. Uh, I called him, I called my dad before vacation and I was just like, I don't know what to do, dad. There's this situation. I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I knew he was going to be able to speak to me in a way that didn't make me more frustrated that calmed my nerves but was also true you know what i mean yeah i think about that i think about um at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices by developing better technologies we keep moving forward with each new idea innovation and partnership we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. 
Noom.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Because yeah, we're, just, we're just using men in this example, right? Because mm-hmm. it's the majority of who our characters are. But sure. a mother, an aunt, a grandma can do yeah. the same thing. Um, can They've been around longer. They've, they've seen patterns in life. They know how... I don't know, dude. It is, but it is something like that you can't express either. It's just like sometimes you just know. You know. just know. I like know. this is what our people have to do because. Yeah. Yeah, there's something there. There is something there. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Wow. So anyways, I, I, I like that. I like thinking about that's why I've always been drawn to those characters who have that. They're the guide by the side who yeah. they've been there. Uh, you can turn to them. And Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan is here, and the Force is with him. It's a name I've not heard a long, long time. time. There was no father. I can't explain <laughs> that. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so, no, they, they move down into Harrodel at last, right? And yeah. Aramir is, is happy about this, and uh, they see it. But uh, Theoden is expressing that this is not the end for him. They're coming here to garrison. They're coming here to, like, you know, get ready yeah. to go, and they're going to go again and stop off at Edoras at their storehouse and uh, that's their you know this is all this this muster if mm-hmm. you will this mustard is just you know pour pouring the mustard on broader burger it doesn't matter <laughs> man doesn't matter you mustard's eat, good either way man. if you're eating a little bit of horse it's hey, pretty man, good it's low in calories alright it's low in calories <laughs> it's unnatural um, <laughs> you know, I'm, okay and it was mentioned earlier this is just I'm, I'm kind of being Ezra here for a second I'm looking at the map and I think in that early description, it talks about the Snowborn River that comes from the mountains and Dunharrow, and that's what runs along the side of Edoras, and then it goes north through Harrowdale, and then around Edoras makes a bend east. It's just mm-hmm. interesting, like the beginning of of a river that's really important to them as that's well. That's coming out of the, the mountain yeah. range. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. And on the other end of that is the is the black the route. Black route, yeah. So it's almost like it's coming down off of each side. Yeah. And, wow, that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, all right, so so Thaden wants to go. He wants to he wants to ride to war, and, yeah. and Amir starts to kind of say that, you know, his counsel would be that you know uh, that he would return until after the war lost or won that he would stay. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is the part I just I love Thaden. He's he's you know, uh, nay, my son, for I will. Uh, call you speak not the soft words of worm tongue in my old ears <laughs> yeah dude what do you think that yeah i mean like aomer he- hearing that oh oh be I, like, holy crap you'd have to almost get like wow i i sound like worm tongue exactly careful what am i thinking here careful. like yeah like yeah oh my gosh the the, the caution is not worth the result, like no, and I, I think then it causes you to kind of think uh, think about things from his point of view, and yeah, and and well, yeah, and you're a different. He, he's thinking about protecting his king, exactly, right? and the preservation of his people. And Theoden knows that, yeah, yeah, um, and his king, and, and Theoden's thinking this is my duty yep, to lean. And I my will people. never lean on my my staff right again. again. Nope, get out, yeah, dude. never will I. So what a missed opportunity! I would have loved to seen this in the film. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh huh. So if the war is lost, what good? will be my hiding in the hills. And if it won, what grief will it be? Even mm. if I fall, spending my last strength. Gosh. Dude. I mean, let's go. Again, talking about death, right? Uh-huh. And exactly. your death being uh, 
being for a greater purpose. Right, right. Yes. So they decide to, to spend one one evening here. And as you said, the snowborn, right? You've got that mm-hmm. kind of mark there, just that this is, uh, you know, this this river that they're uh, near here, uh, kind of going through the through, through the valley, if you will. And at the, I just love how he, just the, the word choice he uses, the personification, you know, and soon the path led them to a ford where the shallow waters murmured loudly on the stones. Like yeah. this place is so rich. And then we'll get to the we'll get to the Pukelmen eventually too. Just like this this like weird ancient history to this place that is so old that it's not even remembered. Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna have to like yeah, I, that's that was interesting. It's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I know. I don't know. know. And that and that just ties in so perfectly to the army of the dead. You know, how it was an oath so long ago that few even remember it. I just, mm-hmm. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, you know, as, as the king is riding down in here, and I feel like this is this is area and territory that he hadn't been in a while. And so if you're going to muster people, you've got the king actually there. He's actually out riding around now. Yep. So, yep. you know, they're Thaden King, Thaden King, uh, the king of the mark yeah. returns. And they're all, you know, yep. just jacked out of their minds, right? Um, so the king made his... Um, so the king of the mark came back uh, victorious out of the west to Dan- to Dunharrow beneath the feet of the White Mountains. There he found the remaining strength of his people already assembled. For as soon as his coming was known, uh, captains rode to meet him at the ford, bearing messages from Gandalf. And so they had, got, I mean, remember Gandalf had rode on ahead and had kind of told them uh, the, the the whole winged shadow comes up here, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that Thaden said that he had saw it as well. But that uh, that was in the dead of night before Gandalf left us, yeah. and they're getting warned about that. I mean, he warned uh, them to, to keep track of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talks about taking taking uh, shadow facts on and, and what have you. So, um, yeah. Anyways, all right. So so uh, done here. Right is is here and says uh, is, is talking to him and says um, that. Uh, Oh, just somehow how, how scared they were, right? And that Gandalf yeah. had left them good counsel to assemble in the fields, uh, but but yet, and then it almost like hit the the gable of Metaseld, the Golden yeah. Hall, like it was right there. Yes, I love how too we're getting all these like we we know what it is because we've seen the films and read the books before. Yeah, yeah. But this is a huge build up to what what is this winged shadow like? You know, right. I guess also we we know from. Uh, time with Frodo and Sam and Gollum, right? That it's the ring wraiths on fell beasts. Yes. Yeah, yep. Cause Gollum knows. Yeah. Um, is that right? Yeah. We find that out from Gollum, right? And, and their time in, yeah, in the, last the beginning book. of Mordor, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Okay. I yeah. couldn't remember how that was revealed. Pretty sure. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Cause it uh, goes might clear just back. Be my it mind. goes clear back to when they're on the Anduin and, and, uh, and we, we don't really know. We don't know explicitly. for sure, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I think that is. Isn't that kind right? of because funny? Yeah, it's like because we know because we know. Yeah, but like when did the when did the first in your first read? When would you know? Yeah, right. I get you. It's amazing how that stuff you just you don't think about very often, you know, because you just you know what it is. You, you know like, because you know, right? right? You know right. what I'm saying? Been you know? here before, bud. <laughs> oh, hey. it's like it's like how I don't know, know, I know bro. Right? It's like how I don't know that that street a block away was called Church Street. You know what I mean? Like stuff right in front of your face, yeah. you take for granted, and you don't you don't bother remembering the the first moment. That, I know, man. You know what I mean? 
Dude, I hope someone counts the number of times we just I said know. no. Let's stop. In the last five minutes. Let's stop. <laughs> um, okay, so let's yeah, let's move get on into, here. Uh, when we get into Dunharrow, let me you know let me know when you're ready because I have a little bit of history pulled up that we can talk about. Okay, so we're basically, I mean, uh, he talks about riding to the hold in there. You know, mm-hmm. he's going to meet with the captains and the marshals and things, uh, and kind of discusses his plan to move eastward straight across the valley, um, which was. Uh, at that point, little more than half a mile in width, flats and, and, and meads and rough grass, uh, gray now in the, in, in the, in the falling light, uh, lay about. Mm-hmm. So they're just describing this again. We're getting Mary's kind of perspective on all of this. And, and um, he's coming into, into, into Dunharrow, and he's, he's sort of getting his uh, bearings, getting everybody set up. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, I don't really know that there's much more to to that whole bit until they actually go in and kind of um, right until they, until they actually get down and, and sit down to eat right maybe where, where are you sorry sorry. So, yeah. so just, I just realized that like all the stuff I was going to say from that I had found on Tolkien Gateway is pretty much said in the book just, is it really yeah what essentially were gonna say? what were we going to say like what, what, tell me uh, well I love the the Pukelman right okay. uh, is that are we I, I'm sorry man where are we I was literally almost daydreaming about that. Okay, almost, so they, let me just keep going a little bit. So <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, we're, we're like a paragraph. Where like Mary is wondering away. about how many how many there are their number. Yes, their number. Okay, um, you know he's looking side to side, um, thousands. Right, he's thinking thousands strong, but he could not guess, uh, especially with the gloom. Uh, it, it seems like it's almost kind of hard to see. Well, that, yeah, what we said earlier, the mist and yeah, stuff how, how covering many, and sh- shrouding things. Right, how many exactly there would be. Um, and this is where he sees the the path, right? Uh, there's this big cliff that's looming on the eastern side of the valley, and there suddenly a path begins to climb, and he looks up in amazement. He was on a road the like of which he had never seen before, a great work of men's hands in years beyond the reach of song. Now, uh, later, um, we learn that this was a refuge uh, that was used long before Rohan was even in existence. Uh, Dunaero had been a, a, a refuge sacred uh, place by the pre-Numenorean middle men of the White Mountains during the Second Age. So nearly 3,000 years before the establishment of the Kingdom of Rohan. Um, and it was these men who had lined this path with the, the Pukul men. Um, and Pukul actually means goblin. Uh, what? Yeah. In Old English, Pukul means little goblin. Um, the element uh, uh, Puk is goblin uh, and related to the name Puck and the modern English word pug. Okay. Um, so, and I just think they're fascinating. Uh, we, we also talk about the connection to the Druidine, mm-hmm. um, which... which they, they come up later, and we learn more about them, and that's Ganbury Gan, just like really cool characters that are very important. So what but, are the, so the, the, the Pugelmen, what, what is, I mean, so it says, um, the Pugelmen, they called them yeah. uh, and heeded them little. No power or tear was left yeah. in them, but Mary gazed at them with wonder yeah. and a feeling almost of pity as they loomed up mournfully in the dusk. There are these, there are these, just these statues. Okay. They're um, ancient carved images 
that lined the road. Okay. Uh, one was at the turn of of each of the you know, each turn of the winding road. Okay. So anytime it was just, it's just a big switchback, right? Like yeah. in the films. Yep. And actually, the Pukul men are in the films. They're those um, oh. kind of like they they look like melted rock figures. Yeah. Um, uh, they each resembled a man with clumsy limbs, squatting, cross-legged, with short arms folded across like a fat belly. Uh, they were carved by the ancient, long-forgotten men of the Second Age, perhaps related to the Oathbreakers who populated the White Mountains. The statues were thought to be in the likeness of Woses or the Druidine. And uh, mm. we see later that they're very similar, who also made their homes there. All had eroded over the years until some had no features except empty eye holes. The Rohirrim ignored the statues when they passed them. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Because that's interesting because the Druidine are kind of like not ignored, but they. Mm-hmm. I love I love their history because we learn that there's. <laughs> that. Yeah, it's just interesting. The, the Druidine, the Druidine were actually like hunted. By the Rohirrim, yeah. So I, I I didn't realize that that they sort of ignore them when they pass by them. That's yeah. There you go. The writers hardly glanced at them. Mm-hmm. The Pukelmen they called them and heeded them little. No power or terror was left in them. But Mary gazed at them with wonder and a, like you said, oh, you read this. Sorry. No, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 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 So they're huh. they they keep taking this road. They get higher and higher up, hundreds of feet up in the air. Uh, this winding line of riders crossing. The Ford and filing uh, along the road towards the camp prepared for them. Only the king and his men were going up into the hold. So, the, you know, this is like the elite up there, right? Um, all the right. gathering forces were down below. Um, and then this area up top, they, they reached the top of this road. Are you looking at some of these pictures too? Yeah, I yeah, mean, they, aren't they like, awesome? Like the darker one that you have in here, the, the Alan Lee, yes. uh, actually makes to me a lot more sense because yes. later on when they sound the horns from the top yeah i, I get how then that there's it's, it's a call down to the mm-hmm. to the marsh the captains and the mm-hmm. marshals that are down there i um, think that one does the best job of showing like all the mist too yeah it does and the fog and stuff the rest of them are very clear uh, the yeah. film uh the film's very clear like they they are up there and they're looking down and like almost yeah. kind of count guessing on the, the number of men. You right, know, you see right. there's that shot of Aragorn looking down and Theoden walking up to them and they're talking about how many and how many have gathered. So my thing is, like, when I look at that, and I'm glad you brought up the history because I, I hadn't given it much thought. Uh, I was channeling my inner Phil. No, I, I think it's great because <laughs> let's, let's talk. Look, and look he at can this. fill us in even more. But. When you look at these pictures, yeah. this is not a road. Then if those statues had something to do uh, with, a, with a, you know, a, a group of people that mm-hmm. were older, that were there before, mm-hmm. as you said... Um. Yeah, it's because that they built that. Then this is this is yeah. there. This is it not was a sacred place. I mean, yeah, this was not. Um, huh. I don't know. You know, and it's you talk about like ancient peoples. They, oh, geez, Lancaster. Uh, so we, the Shire of America is Amanda, but um, you know, the place where Sarah and I work and our first home together was in Lancaster, which is uh, a beautiful place and uh, Standing Stone, Mount Pleasant. Yeah, right. Is uh, it's the only city in Ohio where there's like a quote-unquote mountain in city limits and mm. it's this beautiful sandstone cliff cliff face I think it's like three or four hundred feet tall it, it is it's huge you can see Columbus which is our um, state's capital which is 30 40 miles away okay right is that how far away it is 
20, yeah. 20 miles maybe yeah, sure. as the crow flies. And you can stand at the top of Mount Pleasant and you can look out and see Columbus. That's how far you can see from the top. And yeah. the Native Americans, um, they called it Standing Stone and they would go to the top to feel close to the Great Spirit. Yeah. It was a, a holy place. It was sacred ground. Like you went up there for special occasions. Mount Sunday uh, in New Zealand, the place where Edoras was built. Yeah. It was called Mount Sunday because the farmers in that region used to go to the top of that hill mountain and have church. They would have church services. They'd preach. They'd sing because they felt closer to God. Um, the Maori people, um, you know, native people all, all throughout the world. Um, the, the, but Maori specifically, the peaks of mountains are holy places. Like they have to approve, um, they have to pr approve their uh, showing up in films. Like you can film parts of a mountain, but if they don't give you approval, you can't show the peak of the mountain in, in a film. Wow. They're that sacred to them. So, huh. so that's what I think about when I think about this. You know, they don't know what the people did there, but I think to myself, it must have been a place they went. I mean, clearly, it's dramatically beautiful and gorgeous. Yeah. Right, that maybe this was a place where they just gathered to feel closer to their God, to nature, whatever. Let me ask you a question. This is on. I, I so also. Do you like Tolkien's illustration? Isn't that beautiful? Yes. You see that one there? Yeah. Is that? Is, uh, it's one. Of the, it's after the Pukelman link. Okay. Isn't that gorgeous? Uh, yes, it is. His oh, drawings yeah. were just. His style was yeah. so cool. Yeah, it absolutely was. So look at that. All right. So actually even looking at his drawing, those that's the stones, one we should be looking at too, you know? Yeah. The, the stones that yeah. lead back yes. into there. So I'm going to read this, just some of this description here. And this mm -hmm. is, uh, this is stuff that when I'm listening to it and, and I'm, I've I listened to this chapter literally twice, mm -hmm. which is, it's hard to believe actually, because I'm like, kind of <laughs> like, uh, what? There's uh, a lot here, man. But no joke. I've listened to it twice, if not two and a half times. And so as I'm reading it and I'm seeing, some of this it's it's amazing uh it is a long forgotten place mm -hmm. so such was the dark um such was the dark dunharrow the work of long forgotten men mm -hmm. their name was lost and no song or legend remembered it for what purpose they had made this place as a town a secret temple or a tomb of kings none could say mm -hmm. uh here they labored in the dark years before ever a ship came to the western shores. Yeah, Pre-Numenorian. Holy smokes. Yep. Uh, or Gondor um, of, of, of the Dunedain was built. Um, wow. Right, sorry, Pre-Numenorian men coming to Middle-earth. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, they had vanished, and the only thing that was left there was the, was the Pukulmen. Yep. Um, they, they were left. They were the stones that, that we were just talking about. Yeah. So that's unreal. Now, what's neat too is you look at some of like Alan Lee's illustrations and stuff, and on either side, it actually says that they had set up like tents and booths on either side of the stony way, mm -hmm. uh, but these were not uh, set near the trees. So you have these, oh, kind of on 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 the field. This is almost like a flatland as, as you come up. Yeah, it's sort it's of like a, big, a flat. What's it called? Field and um, field and field. Um, men called it yeah. a green mountain field of grass and heath high above the deep delve courses yeah it's uh it's like a highland mm -hmm. flat plain area right right and there are these are you talking about the stones that lead up the path yes that mary's staring at yeah and on either side the of marching those stones where, yeah 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 the, the tents right the, mm -hmm. the pavilion was set up yeah. and things what uh, a just what a dramatic yeah 
Harry, like, uh, can I say one it's of the most iconic? Serious. It's a big deal. One place. of the most iconic, uh, <laughs> iconic landmarks we've come across yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's surprising because I don't ever think of like talking about Dunharrow and yeah, being like a, a really cool place. And, I know. Uh, having all this, I history. do think it I almost kind of gets like lost in the, the event, like the the, I don't know, the power of the moment, because we're on this yeah, on this verge of, like you're not worried about where you are; it's more about what you're about to go do, kind of a deal. Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of sad, but yes, absolutely, yeah. Well, and then Im- immediately we move on to something really exciting, which is, <laughs> Awen, right? So yeah, I mean, hey, what's know. up? She's wonderful. Uh, so, Awen-y. so yeah, we see. As is the writers come up, she says, "Hail, uh, Lord of the Mark!" She cried, "My heart is glad at your returning." And um, you know, so we have these exchange of of, of greetings and things. Uh, All as well as a weary road for the people to take, torn suddenly from their homes. Um, so they're discussing just sort of that, that yeah. move uh, away into safety uh, and, and things, and then the, also the mustering that is that is happening. So they they discuss Aragorn, and Aemir wants to know what has happened. You know. Uh, in that because line, he's been there. in that line too, where um, they wouldn't ask how she is, <laughs> she yeah. says all is well, and it's Mary with the perception. Maybe because he's removed mm-hmm. from. I, I think you know. Sometimes our family, we we aren't as we don't implore as much. Like we're just like, ah, oh, they're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you know. So maybe Theoden and and um, Eomer, they don't notice it as much because she is family, and because Mary is so far removed, he picks up on, you know. He says, yet it seemed to Mary that her voice belied her. And uh, he would have thought that she had been weeping, if that could be believed, of one so stern a face. Just that moment, like that he he saw that she was not crying, weeping, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Because Aragorn had gone. Like, because she felt like, and because she felt, you know, stuck there and that she, that was going to be her fate, that she wouldn't be able to go and fight like she wanted and. Just a, a one simple line that yeah that, that he notices that he's yeah yeah paying attention to that yeah right so that um, no one else does right no one else d- d- maybe yeah Theoden says uh, you are grieved he he picks up right, on it but yeah. it's it's Mary who notices right away yeah yep it's not through it's any more conversation through, yep. you know it's just him seeing her say that it's probably like they bring up Aragorn again and so maybe some yeah, of that yeah. that, she, that uh, grieving comes back yeah out. sure. And uh, he kind of asks, you know, what happened? Tell tell me, did he speak of that road? And he points uh, to the stones that we're talking about, guiding them back into this cleft, back into Gosh, through dude. the mountain. Uh, uh, and and that yeah, is yeah, that is the path. That is the path of the dead, right? And so yeah, they're really and so that's where Aramir says he's he's lost. We must ride without him. Our our hopes dwindle. Jeez, dude, our hopes dwindle because he's he's taken that path. Uh, so yeah, so eventually they head into the king's uh, pavilion here, and uh, you know this is this is where is it Mary who's muttering that uh, "Pass of the dead"? He muttered to himself, "The pass of the dead." What yeah. does all this mean? They have all left me now. They have yeah. all gone to some doom. Gandalf and Pippin to war in the east. Sam and Frodo to Mordor. Strider and Legolas and Gimli to the paths of the dead. But my turn will come soon enough, I suppose. I wonder what they are all talking about. And what the king means to do, for I must go where he goes now. Dude. And so he's kind of like, you know, gearing up, man. Oh, my gosh. And then using the, the motif again of myth. Well, no, it's Mi- in the midst. But still, yeah. in the midst of these gloomy, gloomy thoughts. Yeah. And then also just t- 
talking about how they've all gone to meet their doom and almost how he's wishing that he would just get on with his. Right. Absolutely. My gosh. And even, even just, so I have, uh, kind of, I didn't want to forget, but when they were talking about the people who, who inhabited this area or used the area of Dunharrow, right. Yeah. And how they, they didn't remember who they were. I said off in the side, off on the side, I'm like, I just thought to myself, sometimes a, sometimes a lack of a legacy is a legacy of its of its own, right? Sure. You're not remembered specifically. You're remembered vaguely, but you're still remembered, and how that's almost remembered more deeply than than details, than detailed specific history. You know, like myth becomes almost more real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And yes. how how like there there are people that are no longer, right? That yeah. they met their doom already. And here we are talking about how will he meet his? <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's wild. Um, okay. So when they get into the king's pavilion, yeah, he's surrounded by Aramir, Eowyn, uh, Dunhir, yeah. and uh, who is Lord of of of, of Harrowdale, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Kind I, of I wouldn't look him up, uh, actually. See if there's anything on it. Anything cool? Any cool connections on him? But this is where where Mary actually comes in and is able to kind of, he waits on him a little bit. Uh, he's a squire, what have you. And uh, room was made for the Hobbit at the King's, at the King's left. Uh, no one called for, but no one called for any tale. There was indeed little speech. Oh. Uh, they had ate and drank for most part uh, in silence. What, what, I what? mean, you're just going to love who Dunhair is. Come on. He's a nephew of Uckenbrand. That's what I thought. Okay. Big deal. Big Served deal. under Grimbold during the, First Battle of the Fords of Aizen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it goes on to fight in the Battle of Pelennor. Yeah, yeah. Brian. Arkin Brian. Yeah. T-shirt number two, right? Right, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, the sorry. The name done here means Hill Warrior. Let's go. Pretty cool, huh? I figured he was pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. All right. So, but now, uh, Mary inquires about the path. He said twice I've heard about this. Right, I, I've heard about the paths of the dead, and so he will now hear about it a third time. Mm. Hey, right. Dude, come on. I'm trying to forget I'm about sorry, or I'm remember. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it's, 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 it's an ill word. I mean, it kind of like, it's kind of quiet. There's no stories being told. He's, he's a little bit sort of like, what? You know, come on. And he wants to know where Eric Warren has gone. And I think that makes sense. This is where his friend has gone. It's the most recent loss uh, of a friend yeah. uh, th- that he has. And, and he's so, so close in proximity to where he yes. kind of, yeah. And he just saw them motion towards this path. And why wouldn't we go? Why aren't we going that way? Right? So uh, he says, um, what lies beyond no man knows. They start to kind of talk about the ill omens associated with this place. And hopefully you have some, we got some history maybe here on, on some of this. Because it gets a little, it's a little over my head. Um, no man Phil? knows. Yeah. Yeah, Phil. Phil said. Uh, said they, but ancient legend now seldom spoken has somewhat to report. If these old tales speak true that have come down from father to son in the house of Errol, then the door. Yeah, what? This is something I didn't look up before, but but he goes on to talk about Baldor, son of Brego. Yes. Passing the door. And I had a little note. I was like, is he the knight we saw? When we, when the gray company passed through and they saw that, remember they found the skeleton clad in gold right. and armor yes yeah Baldor the hapless he was a prideful son of Brego and they're the one he's the one that the Grey Company found 
his legs broken and his sword notched. Remember as they're as they're oh, going yeah, through the, yeah absolutely. So there you go. It, that's so this that's is who the it was. kind of yep uh, connecting here. Okay. Um. Now I'm gonna do a little. Oh, jeez. Goodness. Sorry. That scared guys. the crap out of me. Sorry about that. Uh, I want. I want to do a little digging here myself. Actually, on the fly, just because I'm not often. I make connections like that, and that you know. Proud of no, myself. it's great. Proud of myself. That's great. Because I just it was so, one of those things I didn't have time to look up in the moment, you know. And a little small victory for Barlaman. How long ago was that? Mm, That's what I'm looking good at. Question. Like just, so they found the pass of the dead Brego. surprisingly by a riddle from an old man that forbade them passage. Uh, he became curious. So Brego was Aerol's son, and Baldor was Brego's son. Wow. So, you know, So Baldor, the hapless, was the prideful son of Brego and the grandson of Aerol, the young. Um, yeah, okay, so at the inauguration uh, at, at Mediseld uh, in, what is this, uh third age yep. okay he vowed to pass the dark door he did so a year later and was never seen again <sighs> alive okay Eric Warren and Great Company found the golden clad knight I wonder why like why did he hmm. why didn't he make it and why did he want to to take it huh. take the paths yeah that's, a, that's an even better question you know he oh. was prideful so maybe that was part of it too he just wanted maybe wanted to prove that it's just ghost stories. I can make it through. Right. right? It looks like it says it right here. So it says, a rash vow he spoke as he drained the horn at a feast. So he's drunk. Uh, which Brago uh, made to Hallow New, new Built. Uh, I always say that. How do I say that? Metacelt. Metacelt. Yeah. I always say it wrong. Um, and he never, and he came to the high seat of which uh, he was the heir. So, yeah, yeah. it's just basically kind Pretty of like a, a, you know. And actually, it describes him in uh, in the gateway as a prideful Son, yeah. right? Being yeah. full of pride. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's so that's interesting. So there's a little bit of, of backstory here. Um, folks say that the dead men out of the dark years guard the way and will suffer no living man to come to their hidden halls. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the... Uh, but at the wilds, they may themselves be seen passing out of the door like shadows mm. and down the stony road. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Seriously? Like, how recently are we talking? I mean, like, they go out for drinks, you know. Oh, okay, smoke sure. Smoke break, stuff like really? that. Do yeah. they really? Sniff of air. So, okay. As you do. So they're not just green, shadowy people. <laughs> right, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm being I mean, serious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the people of Harrodale shut fast their doors and shroud their windows and are afraid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the dead come seldom forth and only at times of great unquiet and coming death so they call them the dead I mean they, is that, they actually dead spirits I mean, is that the, the thing they're actually coming down from I know that sounds stupid to ask yeah, it's, but. yeah they're the yeah they're the you know the spirits of that army yeah. that broke the oath they're, they're ghosts here I'm, I'm, I'm hoping yeah. they, they're sitting down sort of like Casper does and, and trying to you know his uncles were always trying to eat a little <laughs> bit of you know they're trying to throw back a couple of drinks <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I'm trying to find other art to see how others, you know, kind of portrayed them. Because we are so inundated with, yeah, the green, ghostly. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yet it is said in Harrodell that uh, that Eowyn and... Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yet it is said in Harrodell 
uh, said Eowyn in a low voice, that in the moonless nights, but little while ago, a great host of strange array passed by. Whence they came, none knew. But they went up the stony road and vanished into the hill, as if they went to keep um, to keep a tryst. Wow. Mm. Huh. Then why has Aragorn gone that way? Asked Mary. Uh, don't you know anything that would explain it? Huh. Okay. So they don't really know anything. I mean, they kind of uh, go back and talk about him, you know, um, it almost like seems like they were kind of insinuating that he was like had a death wish or something, you yeah, know. And just, right. Uh, but he but he takes this this company uh, in there. And what does it mean when they say so greatly changed he seemed to me since I saw him first in the king's house? Said Eowyn, uh, grimmer, older, fay. I thought him. Um, I you know what, what that was it? actually the line. Um, <clears throat> and, and, and like that I relate to most dead call like fay. Because, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Any I, I literally said, uh, I, I know. I think I wrote off on the margin. I know exactly how that feels. So that's how I feel right now. Definition wise, given an impression of vague unworldliness. Mm-hmm. Almost super, like a ghost himself. Yeah. Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Uh, fated yeah. to die at the point of death. Uh, now he is Fay. He sees his own death and I see it too. Uh, uh, I think a, a, Tina. Tina Fay. Yeah. Grimmer. actually a Mexican singer called Faye, by the way. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, you know, I, I literally, I underlined that because I'm like, that's, um, that's about how I feel. Yeah. Okay. Grimmer and older. Yeah, yeah. Sleepless. And now Thaden no. says... No rest. Right, right. Uh, Thaden says, maybe he was called. And my heart tells me that I shall not see him again. Yet he is a kingly man of high destiny. Here we go. Decision versus destiny, bro. Yeah. Or both. Again, yeah. this whole time we've been talking about this. Right, right. Um, he so decided to go because he was destined to go. Yeah, he's, he's trying to tell him to, to, to take comfort um, yeah. because of all this. He's, you know, um, yeah, it was said that when the Aerolingas uh, came out of the north and passed at length up the, the Snowborn, seeking strong places of refuge in time of need, Brago and his son uh, Baldur. This is, this is weird. I don't, this is the part I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah, climb the stair of the hold. And so came before the door. On the threshold sat an old man, age beyond guess of years. Tall and kingly he had been, but now, um, but now he was withered as an old stone. Indeed, for stone they took him, for he moved not, and he said no word until they sought to pass him by and enter. Who was and this then, guy? Yeah, who was this guy? And then a voice came out of him, as if it were out of the ground. And to their amazement, uh, it spoke in the Western tongue. The way is shut. Wow. Then they halted and they looked at him and saw that he lived still, but he did not look at them. The way is shut, his voice said again. It was made by those who are dead, and the dead keep it. Until the time comes, the way is shut. Until the time comes. And that part is left out from the film. Until the time comes, yeah. And yeah. In, in the movie, this is that's like that's like the the, the saving hope here. That's what Theoden leans on. Yeah. Is that like until the time? This comes. may yeah. be the time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and this is something that is given to the King of the Dead in the film, right? He's yeah. the one who says the way is shut. It was made by those who are dead, uh-huh. and right. the dead keep it. And it's almost like I wonder, was this dude a did the King of the Dead like possess an old guy's body? 
was it some uh, kind yeah. of was wild, the, huh? Well, how Very long? Wild. That's why I was asking about uh, about Brago and, and was this Gandalf? How 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 long ago was was this? You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. it seems like it's far too re- like how is this one of the last of the a descendant of these people or something? Like what? I mean, he Ooh, was that's alive. A good question. Yeah, 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 you know, I was like, what? Huh? Anyways, or maybe just uh, an old seer. You know? Yeah, Some perhaps. Wizened old man. But anyways, so. Yeah, so the, so the way is shut, uh, and and so uh, now, they they as I said they they kind of yeah. discuss is this the time, and perhaps yeah. that's the hope. How, that's how do you know? Is what Aomer says, right? Unless right. you go in. Yeah. Yep. And so you know, Aragorn has, and yep. we know that he was given all those words of wisdom um, from Elrond, and and yeah. those reminders. So right. and Arwen too. Right. Yeah. Right. So now this is when the uh, the, the arrow red, shows red arrow up, comes. right? Yeah. So this is we have riders from Gondor. Uh, showing up and there's this uh, Hergon. Yeah, yeah. There's this basically a cry for for battle. I mean, they're like a, like they're they're, <laughs> just, they're they're in need of aid and support, and they're they're calling on um, Theoden to to remember that they're allies and that they're friends, and they're they're requesting uh, Lord Denethor um, is requesting that that he send all of his strength and uh, with all speed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To the aid of Gondor. It's more of a. I, I like this because it is more of a desperate. It's almost like a. In a lot of ways, there's there's some stuff in here that where it suggests that Denethor is also, kind of saying you're better protected here. Like if we're if this is all going to, I mean the the battles here. Yeah. If if we don't win, you're not going to win. If yeah. we don't stand together against this force, we're all going to break. Yeah. We'll break first, and then you'll break. Yeah. So it's sort of what he's what he's kind of saying I think through this messenger uh, and you know time is, is short and, the, and the, so. the messenger ultimately goes on to say too that if if you can't come more quickly than a week yeah. then you'll arrive to find Minas Tirith overrun yeah. and all of us gone right you know well I mean here's the thing you know I, I, I actually when I first in, my, in the reread when I first read that again I thought you know what Hold on a second. Gandalf is still there. Yeah, true. All right, so true. He could buy us a, a, at least a week, okay? If not, you would more. hope so. So, so I mean, well, there's seven levels. Yeah, so a level a day. Sure. Hold this level today. Hold this, yeah, guys. Fall Retreat. back. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not a mathematician, but that might work out. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of the gist of of, of all of this, and. Uh, Yathadin says, uh, dark tidings, said Thaden, uh, yet not all unguessed. But say to Denethor that even if Rohan itself felt no peril, uh, still we could come, we would come to his aid. But we have suffered much loss in our battles with Saruman, the traitor, and we must still think of our frontier uh, in the north and the east. And actually, something Gimli and uh, Legolas talked about is that, and, and we know... Just that they're the the men of Lake Town and you know uh, Dale and everything like the they're under attack and stuff, right? Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's actually stuff that we we kind of know is is happening. Um, so they still Rohan has still got to protect its borders to some degree, yeah, and that's sort of yeah. the case he's making. We still have to actually gather our forces, and it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this uh, messenger is just sort of saying that you know we we don't have time for that yeah. really. And as you said, yeah, you're you're gonna you're gonna show up and you're gonna fight. Um, 
we'll, we will we will have perished. And at least he kind of almost like a like in a joking way says, "Well, I hate to say it like this, so excuse me, but it's sort of like give him hell when you get there." Yeah. Because we won't be there. Yeah, right. So do your best. Right. I mean, really, like if you, honestly, if you can't make it, we probably will not be there. Yeah. So this message may all be in vain, right. but when you do get there, go nuts. Yep. Because it's it's over. Take it back. It's over. Yeah. yeah. Die trying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, it, and it it is almost sending this message like either we're together and we have a hope, or we're divided and there's none whatsoever. Yeah. Like we have to. Right. Well, and he, and he also knows the value of the horsemen too, right? Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And and the cavalry. Yep. That make a huge difference. You know. Yeah. On the plains, it's and, mounted. They're mounted men. You know. Right. Well, I guess it's Theoden who says that, right? Because mm-hmm. Denethor kind of wants them to come into the city and help defend right. the city that knows. way. Yes. But Theoden's like, that's not where our strength lies. Nope. We can't. Can't. That's not we're how we're used behind, to fighting, right? Sit behind walls, right? Our value is upon horses, and yep, we're horsemen. That's where yep. we fight and die. <laughs> so great. <sighs> if there's one thing it the is. films really nailed, it was it was. It was. It was I mean, it was, yes, it was. Uh, they nailed it. So it's great. You have to. So man, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we've already kind of discussed. Uh, Hergon kind of says like, you know, a week is too long. If it must be so, then what have you? Um, Thayden says, at, uh, at least we would do that. And talking about what they'll, the disturbance that they'll make, um, you know, against the orcs and the, and they're feasting in the white tower. So yeah, with that, the King stood up and they rose, uh, go each now to your rest. And this is where they're going to get some sleep. Uh, and he has a, a little conversation, uh, with, with Mary, right. Uh, that he doesn't need any more of him tonight. Be ready for my call. As soon as the sun is risen, I will be ready, said Mary. Even if you bid me ride with you uh, on the paths of the dead, speak not words of omen, said the king, for there may be more roads than one that could bear that name. But I did not say that I would bid you ride with me. Um, or bid, with, yeah, bid you ride with me on any road. Good night. Hmm. And so there we go. So, Mary, you're out. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You're setting this one out. Uh, and that's, you know, he's sort of like, too, you can see almost like stomping away. Like, I will not, yeah. I will not be left out. Yeah. No, this is not happening. Um, just all upset. So he's walking away um, and he goes back to his tent. Now he gets a good sleep in. <laughs> yeah. Because hobbits know how to get their food. Yeah, they, they know do. how to t- take a good sleep. And the man uh, had to shake him awake. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> so get up, man. Yeah. But the, yeah, the, the, um, and Mary says, in his defense, though, the sun hadn't risen. Yeah, right. <laughs> in his eyes, right? What? There's no sun. So this is that gloom that comes in that we were talking about. And, and so the next day, when they, when they wake, you know, it comes from Mordor, Lord, he said. It began late. Uh, it began last night at sunset from the hills in the east fold of your realm. I saw it rise and creep across the sky. All night as I rode, it came uh, behind, eating up the stars. Now the great cloud hangs over all the land. Here uh, to the mountains of shadow, and it's deepening. War has already begun, and this is another messenger who has showed up to uh, to, to Thaden. Yeah. Um, so it's it's just it's intense. They wake up, and this is where it's it's just and, and another moment of silence. Daunting. Yeah, yeah it's, the king it's, for a while sat silent. Yeah. So we come to it in the end, the great battle of our time, in which many things shall pass away. But at least uh, there's no longer need for hiding. You know, that's kind of a, a concept that Gandalf, Gandalf wrestled with for a long time, too, of how long can you stay, stay secretive? And at what point are you like, all right, out of the shadows, 
here we are, you know? Yeah. Even like transforming transforming from Gandalf the Grey to Gandalf the White. Like Grey is very shadow, very hidden. Gandalf the White, you know, you can't miss a white light, right? Yeah. Um, we will ride the straight way and the open road and with all our speed. The muster shall begin at once and wait for none that tarry. Have you good store in Minas Tirith? For if we must ride now in all haste, then we must ride light with but meal and water enough to last us into battle. I mean, yeah, it's 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 a ride to, I mean... <laughs> ride, ride and die. No, seriously. I mean, seriously. Like, they're, they're riding with just enough yeah. food to get them there and ready. They're, they're, they'll have a yeah. last little bit of uh, bread and cheese. Yep. Maybe they'll pass around some mead. Wow. Let's go, baby. I mean, seriously. You can just see them passing the... Drain your you know, horn. Drain in the horn. It's a good podcast. Man. And they're going to blow... Then they're going to blow that horn. And it's just going to be... Drain and blow. Yeah. Got to be a better way to say that. All right. So uh, this is where, you know, Mary is, is again, just again up, upset. He wants to be on this journey. Uh, but, but Lord, Mary stammered, I offered you my sword. I do not want to be parted from you like this, Thaden King. And it's just kind of sad. You know, he, 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 this is where we said earlier, Thaden kind of explains that, you know, we're riding on tall swift horses. Your pony just can't keep up and... I don't have any men who can who can spare whose horse can mm -hmm. handle the extra weight at the pace that we're going. Right. He kind of understands Impossible, that. Impossible, man. Right. So, you know, they're, they're packing light, and so t to carry a, ha a hobbit who would also need, you know, food and other packs and things and, and, ne and necessities just can't be done. Uh, so, yeah. Anyways, Whew. and he says I would rather you know he, that he would he would bear him on Snowmane, his own horse. Uh, if he could, he said, but you know, if the battle were here, uh, you know, if, if there was, if there yeah, was basically right here story. in and stuff like, yeah, you could, yeah. you could possibly fight with us. And I would be okay with that because I mean, depending on how this goes, you may be in the fight. Yeah. That's really what Aragorn says as well. Like, like to, to, um, to Eowyn is that at some point the we may, will, if we don't win, come to you. it will come to you. <laughs> right. It will be here. Right. So. Don't yeah. be hasty. <laughs> right. As we're hastening oh, off to war. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, now Eowyn, though, comes over. Once he's been kind of dismissed from the king, um, one of the last requests that Aragorn made was that he be fitted with armor, ready for battle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and right. so, you know, that, that was something that he had made. And he, I don't think he assumed, I mean, again, you talk about these men who can see far off. I don't think he thought that the king was going to need as quick was going to ride as quickly, mm -hmm. and he thought maybe Mary would actually go with him. I think because if they ride slower at a different pace and 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 they move uh, east and, and southward, then maybe he could have gone with him. And so have this you know helm and this uh, uh, armor made for him. I love how that's his own. That was his only request. Yeah, yeah. yeah he. I mean, there's there's and, a there's a knowledge. There's something there. And really, in a way, like uh, especially for like Eowyn, that was kind of like his. Like your last request, uh -huh. right? Because you're going to go die. So what is your last request? Yeah. What, what do you want us to, to take care of, assuming that you're gone? Are you kidding me? I want and you then, to make sure that my hobbit friend has what he yeah, needs for war. Yeah, he's ready for war. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dying. You make sure my hobbit friend is ready Come for war. On. Okay? And if I should die, he's a worthy yes. warrior in my stead. Yes, he is. Get out of here, man. I know, I know. I know. So, anyways, she, she, so they get them all set up with um, 
he already has a sword. He sees they get the leather, they get the whole the helm and everything, and uh, yeah, re really cool. They have a small helm that they found for him, a round shield, and, and and some other gear. So really cool. He bowed and and uh, and was very grateful and things. Uh, the shield was like unto what Gimli had had, right? Uh, the the white horse. Mm -hmm was on the device there. Yeah. And, yep. uh, yeah. Take all these things she said and bear them to good fortune. Yet, maybe, we shall meet again, you and I. For mm. sure they will. For sure. Yep. So, uh, yeah, this 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 gathering gloom and, and um, the shadow really affects everybody. And this is, at some point, there's the, the bit where the, the horn is sounded. And I thought, mm -hmm. that's... You remember when they, when they look out, and it's sort of what causes... Thaden to sort of pick up the pace a little bit, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And say, all right, yeah, we've got we've got a um we've got to get moving. I love to how uh he describes the people that they're, you know, cuz there are other people here who aren't going to war. And it's easy to kind of forget that. Like there are women and children, old men, right? Um and he says hearts were heavy and many quailed in the shadow. But they were a stern people, loyal to their lord, and little weeping or murmuring was heard, even in the camp of the hold, or in the hold where the exiles from Edoras were housed, women and children and old men. Doom hung over them, but they faced it silently. <laughs> Again, the silence. Yeah. And how that, uh, you know, it's a sign of their strength. There was a, a br I'm sorry, real quick, a, a brooding silence that was kind of veiled and hidden behind all of this that was coming, this calm, right? And now here we are uh, as doom hangs over them and they faced it silently. silently. So you face the silence with, with silence. silence. And, and that's it's just a, a, the tension is building. Yeah, and almost as a form of strength, yeah. right? Like the, the doom's here, but we're not going to, you know, cry out. We're not going to weep. We're not going to show any kind of sadness. We're going to just be silent and we're going to hope for the best, I guess. Right. And just, I don't know, be unmoved by it. Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yep. Yeah. So anyways, this is, they get everybody ready to go. They've sounded the horns. They've got the marshals and the captains and everybody kind of, kind of, uh, mustering everyone, getting everybody ready to go down there. Right. And and, uh, he's, he's unbent and unafraid. Yeah. And I think that's Man, the thing. Dude. That's the thing is that, that he's your king. Yeah, exactly. Because not long ago, he was. He bent. was. Yes. And he was leaning on his staff. Yeah. So now this is the bit where uh, as they head off, um, as, as they ride down and they, they go through this uh, group of men, uh, Mary finds a face that um, kind of catches his eye. He caught a glint of clear gray eyes mm -hmm. and then he shivered for it came suddenly to him that it was the face of one without hope uh, who goes in search of death. Uh, which is interesting. I thought of uh, they shall not grow old. Yeah, I yeah. thought of it's just interesting. Like you're in this, you're in this grand, uh, I don't know, just massive scene, right? Thousands of people, thousands of of soldiers getting ready to ride to war, and he takes you back down to like the smallest of human interactions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so actually, this is kind of, again, more more little world-bending stuff, right? So they go as they go down through, 
uh, along the river, uh, under Harrow and Upborn, right? These little yeah. kind of hamlets. Uh, they, they came across many sad faces of women who looked out of dark doors. And uh, again, this is, this is the great ride uh, east. This is the great ride into the east that began yeah. uh, with, with, uh, with which the songs of Rohan were busy for many long lives of men thereafter. I love, too, how that, that gives you a glimpse that there is a future, right? But it doesn't necessarily tell you that they're happy or sad songs. You know yeah. what I mean? It doesn't really tell you. Uh, Rohan could, could still be around, but Mordor rules, right? Yeah. And they remember this day in sad song. Or. You ready to sing this, bad boy? Oh, from Dardan Harrow in the dim morning. Uh, no, I'm not. Are that you? was actually pretty good. <laughs> you were kind of going along with the, uh, uh, the the music, which is a little somber, right? A little sad. From dark dun harrow in the dim morning, with Thane and Captain Rothangelson, to address he came, the ancient halls of the Markwood. <laughs> I think, oh, you had, you had I that think going. that's what he what he's doing. Yeah. Um, it's you, you actually had it and right. And golden timbers were in gloom mantled. Farewell, he begged to his free people. Of the icy tender Hallowed play says where long he had feasted. Ever light faded, forthrow the king, fear behind him, fate before him, fealty kept he. I don't think he knew what he was doing. <laughs> was he stoned out of his mind? Uh, he he was probably like, <laughs> yo, a song's coming up. Yo 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 pass yo, a toke. Dude, what, how would Brodo Swaggin see this? From Dark Dawn, Hero in the Dim Morning, with Chain and Captain Rod, they yang son to Edoracy Kane, the ancient halls of the Mark Warden's mist and shrouded. Go, golden timbers, all gold on gold. Yeah, you know, we're in the gloom, man. Told. I don't know, dude. That was really good, actually. I don't that know how you do that. That was really good. That was really good. All right, cool. Let's just move on. But it's beautiful nonetheless. It was a great song. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a, it is sort of a sad. Is it sad? Is it? Good? I don't know. It, well, I'm looking at the end here. Doom drove them on. Darkness took them. Horse and horseman, hoofbeats afar sank into silence. To the songs, so the song, so the song tells us. So the song tells us. I mean, you decipher what you will. You you tell me whether the song was was referring to itself, or was the song referring to other songs? I don't. I, so, but here's the thing, though, man. If that line isn't part of the song, it would say, "So the song sings us, sings to us." Sure, that's fine. All right, all right. That's fine with me. So that's I prefer you that. You can reference other songs within a song. It's been done lots of times. Right, but this song just happens to be referencing itself. <laughs> no, no. So the songs... So the songs... Songs... Tell us. Tell us. And I think it's said here. Okay. Let me go back up there. All right. All right. That's fine. All right, I'll give it... 
you know, the A-OK. With which the songs of Rohan were busy. Come on. For many long lives. So they gave us one of those songs. They gave us one that also references the other songs. All right. Because it's a twofer. It's two for one. Fair. Fair. I got it. Buy one, get one. All right. Well, Sing one, sang one. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mary's just begging to not be part of it. Begging to get on Stibba and just, you know, do his thing and... He, he's he's a sword thing, right? He's just you know he's yeah. he's the man, you know. He wants to do. He's got this great heart, and he wants to be with his friends and be in the thick of things. And yeah. um, it's just not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. So eventually, Thaden just sort of says, like, "I will say no more in the matter. No, yeah. we're we're done." So he bowed. He went away unhappily and stared at the lines of the horsemen already. The companies were preparing to start, and. Um, yeah, so so unnoticed, a rider came up and spoke softly in the hobbit's ear. This is so cool, dude. Yeah. Um, where will once not, a way opens, so we say. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, he whispered, and so I have found myself. <laughs> and so I have found myself. Am I misreading that? <laughs> no. Where, Where will, will wants not, a way opens, so we say. Okay. I'm really tired. Well, your will is not wanting. Who's will? I don't, I don't understand. I don't um, know who will is in this in the Big Willie style. Anyways, and we so know I who she is. Myself. I mean, he is. Yeah, we know um, who Durnhelm is. Right. Yeah, if I could talk. And so you <laughs> wish to go. Whether the Lord of the Mark goes, yeah. I see it in your face. Yep. And uh, yeah, he does. And it, it turns out that uh, Durnhelm is actually, I mean, a, you know, a, uh, a little bit lighter weight. Mm-hmm. A little slimmer. A little slimmer. Uh, very fit. Mm-hmm. Very strong. Beautiful eyes. Almost too beautiful. Yeah, I, right. A uh, really thin beard. There's, yeah, right, right. Almost invisible. Looks like it was drawn on. The night before. May have been. Right. Actually, it might have been like, I think actually it sort of looked like... Representing... Horse hairish. Yeah. The women of Swohan. A little bit of glue. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, And th- this Durnhelm says, I will bury you before me under my cloak uh, until we are far afield and this darkness is yet darker. Yeah. Such good will should not be denied. Say no more to any man but comes. There's the will, bud. It's good. Ah, Okay, good. Where goodwill wants not. I've seen a movie uh, called a Goodwill Hunting. Uh, well, yeah, because they're, I mean, they're kind of hunting orcs. Got it. Aragorn said, let's hunt some orcs. He did. Let's hunt some It's all making sense now. I didn't know yeah. the movie was connected to this. Oh, dude, there's just. Oh, so many connections. You got to complete the circle, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and square it when you're done. So, anyways, yeah. So, so just, you know, this, basically, guys, you, 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 you know. You know. You know what they say. Amir says, <laughs> Ride on. Ride on. Ride on. Ride on. Which is a uh, a line from a Led Zeppelin song, which you, you don't listen to them. but Ride on. Ride on. So too late now to turn aside. Uh, and so on they go, right? They're, yeah. they're doing their thing, and, and, they, and they ride off. The land is gray and still, right? The shadows are deepening. Yeah pretty amazing how they go past the uh the beacon hills too yeah uh, hope waned yeah but their every heart yeah and their fires were quenched 
Crazy. That was a more difficult challenge. I enjoyed the chapter. Is when your I just fire quenched? It. Uh, yeah. Ish. It's been storming outside. It has been. Quenched. Technical glitches. So quenched or drenched? Which one? Or both? Are they the same thing? Quenched and drenched? I mean, quenched or drenched, I think we should start a podcast. A Lord yeah. of the Rings podcast. We got to get the name Exacto. It doesn't have to be Exacto. We have just to get it right. Well, you got any ideas? I got a question. Why are we starting a Lord of the Rings podcast? I mean, we always, you always say that. Is it because we're talking about Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings or more of the rings? That's what Xavier says. More of the Rings podcast. We're the more of the Rings guys. So we need more of the Lord of the Rings. Gotcha. You can't have too... I don't know. So many rings. Do you have any... It rings a bell. Do you have any ideas? Yes, I do. Um, this Journey is Over podcast. Wow, wow that should have been the last one. That's really <laughs> I sad. Should, that should have saved... That was actually in the chapter. Uh, I legitimately found it in the chapter. So, um, Rohan Mustard podcast. Sure, 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 sure. Spelled sure. like the condiment, of course. Right, right. Uh, the Reed Arrow. I mean, the Red <laughs> Arrow. Uh, I knew you were going to. Podcast. I knew you were going to come up with that idea. Red as in I read as in, as in Ez doesn't know how to read sometimes. The Redding Arrow. My dyslexia gets in the way. Um, how about uh, Ping Pong Chicken Head podcast? Was that the chapter? Yeah. That's what... Uh, Don't say it. That's what Mary's nickname was. Okay. Some of the guys were kind of mean. Yeah. There's hey, there's Mary. Mary's a ping pong chicken head. Yeah. That's uh, actually a real... Um, Wait till people see that on the show. A real story. This ping pong the, chicken head? Yeah. I'm going to type it out. No. Ping pong chicken head podcast. <laughs> Coming your way. <laughs> wow. That actually... You want the story behind that? I mean, there is a, scary. and it actually works with Mary because the context it was used in was with Larry. So we took a uh, a trolley tour in San Diego, mm -hmm. and there was this the the guide we had was hilarious, and he, and he was like, given the other trolley guide, the other trolley tour guide crap, like we pulled up alongside another one. He goes, "Hey, that guy over there, that's Larry. Larry's a ping pong chicken head." And we were like, what? What is wow. ping pong chicken head? And I was with Jimmy Nichols, yeah. who you guys know now. Yeah. And uh, we that had just really stuck. And that was we, I was on that trip with Sarah. That's where we met and fell in love and everything. Yeah. And uh, and by everything, I mean fell in love. And um, Well, I feel like I have to one-up this story. <laughs> well, because of Jim. Because Jim's in it. I just feel, I had this sudden That's Larry. Just, you know. So Larry, that's Mary. That's yeah. Mary. He's a ping pong chicken head. That's probably what they were saying about him. Did I post the one-upping? You said you had to heavily edit it. <laughs> I had to heavily edit that, didn't I? Okay. I, I, okay, that's why. I, I was thinking... There were some... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm now down to flipping a coin as to whether I take out the first story or not. <laughs> uh, I'll probably take it out. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, it's pretty... It's, bad. it's bad. It actually snuck into uh, further <laughs> up, though, somehow. I had a very uh, uh, interesting experience at the front door. Oh, my gosh, so, dude. Oh. Uh, well, that's all we'll say. That's all we'll say. My. Go check it out. Good so. Lord in heaven. Lord um, in any heaven. cool connections, my friend? None at all, man. I mean, you know, this was just like... The whole thing was cool, you know? So, I mean... <laughs> it's hard to connect. <laughs> no, I think we made the connections in the chapter and, and yeah. uh, along the way. So, uh, if you guys along have cool connections, the if there's... Way. 
If there's stuff about, you know, Dunharrow that we didn't cover that there's, uh, I'm sure there's things Phil can fill us in on and, and stuff. It's, it's, it was, there was more history there than I thought there was going to be. I thought more about the night that, uh, they, they found in like the, uh, the paths of the dead. I didn't really know that. I don't know. I just didn't really, <laughs> I didn't think that Dunharrow would have that much history. I don't know. Like I, or that long, I thought it was more of just Rohirrim history, not really ancient, ancient freaking history. Okay. Hey, but it kind of got, what? I'm being serious now. All of a sudden I switched gears. I'm sorry. Wow. Oh, okay. I can't, guy can't laugh at someone you being serious. Wow. Not supposed to. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah. moving on here to the buy a water post. Yeah. So this comes from our friend, um, Tara. So we have, uh, Tara Lynn. Nice. So we have her Bywater post today. Uh, it says, hello, friends. We go paragraph by paragraph. Absolutely, might. To be honest, my Tolkien story should have started back in the fourth grade when a classmate told me about a wonderful book he was reading called The mm. Hobbit. Mm. Yeah. But it didn't. <laughs> okay. Wow. His copy didn't have any pictures on the cover, <laughs> and it looked really long. It's probably a first edition. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine? Uh, that should not be in the hands of a fourth grader. Wow, or should dude. it? Wow. I was kidding. Wow. Was no, joking. you weren't. You're walking it <laughs> I back. I was joking. <laughs> it, just... it should be in my hands is where it should be. All right. Wow. Gollum. Wow. Sorry. Jeez. I mean, I have a like, you know, 20th edition I can give him. All right. Jeez. Anyways. So he didn't actually tell me. Uh, so his copy didn't have any pictures. It looked long. Uh, and he didn't actually tell me what it was about. So I smiled and nodded and forgot about it uh, entirely for wow. years. Sort of like how the world forgot where the ring was. Fast forward to high school, and I was really into stuffy old British movies. My favorite was a TV miniseries called The Scarlet Pimpernel, starring Jane Seymour and a younger Ian McKellen. I was at the movies one day when a trailer came on for an upcoming fantasy film when I realized that I recognized the voice of the trailer's narrator. That Shavelin from The Scarlet Pimpernel. I probably mispronounced that because it sounds French. I exclaimed in the silent theater, (laughs) much to my friend's embarrassment. Uh, They didn't seem to understand my excitement, so I just filed it in the back of my mind that I should go and see Ian McKellen in this Lord of the Rings thing when it came out. And that's how my Tolkien story should have started. But it didn't. Tara, you're an excellent writer. Yeah. The Fellowship of the Ring was released around the same time as the first Harry Potter movie. So when I went to the movies in that December, it was for Potter and not Ian McKellen? I don't even know why I was just in the Bioware. Oh, my. I should be proofreading oh these my things before gosh. I... <laughs> we need black ink for that one, Tara. <laughs> uh, it wasn't until months after the movie's you release. Know what? No, I, I, that's brave for admitting that. It was. Okay. Yeah. It's very brave. Yeah. It wasn't until months after the movie's release that I checked out, quote, The Fellowship of the Ring on DVD from the library and watched it one summer afternoon at home with my sister. I remember that we both loved it and were let down at the end, knowing that we would have to wait until the Mm -hmm. next movie came out. Yep. Yeah, but it was the start of both of our Tolkien stories. so cool. She and I shared a lot of Lord of the Rings uh, love over the years, but I'm going to uh, let her share her story on her own because she promises that she's going to start listening to the podcast Ooh, soon. Awesome. Thank goodness. How cool too that, you know, it could have started with the kid in fourth grade. Uh-huh. Could have started 
in a theater where you, you know, chose Danny Radcliffe over Ian. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. That's okay. Yeah. But instead, it started with your sister. Yep. That's pretty special. That At is. home, as a hobbit would have it. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. This this is, you know, this is, this is, it's making up for the whole Potter situation. Sure it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Just kidding. After seeing the first movie, I bought and read a one-volume edition of the book trilogy, and something about the story and the telling of it grabbed hold of me and never let go. I reread it and continued to do so again and again. And the part of me that fawned over Mr. Darcy and hosted tea parties started to think about mountains and adventures. Let's go. Tara, this is awesome. Let's go. Keep, keep it coming. One night, I came across a website called um, The Walk to Rivendell. The idea was that if you went on a walk, you could log your miles into the website and see where in Middle Earth you were. If you kept track of your miles, wow. this actually, oh, is this still the thing? Because I'm back on the whole closing the circles deal. Uh, so, yeah, if you, if you go on a walk, you could log your, your, your miles. If you kept track of your miles, you could go all the way from Bag End to Rivendell. Wow. It Four, is still a website. Is it really? 456 miles. Jiminy. And I don't think it's changed much over the years. Wow. That's so cool. That is pretty neat. Um, the next morning, I stepped out my front door, not really knowing where I would be swept off to, and found myself getting immersed into Middle Earth as I connected the images of the imagined world with the landscape I physically traveled. At wow. first, I just walked down my road, but then I began to explore nearby trails, uh, and a thirst for adventure was officially awoken. It has taken me to mountaintops and through, um, through endurance bike events and trail wow. running races. I've seen the Valley of Rivendell figuratively in college classrooms and the local library and in form in the great stony walls of Colorado's Black Canyon of the Gunnison. I think Tara was just there recently again. Oh, really? I think I saw pictures that she posted of of being back at the at the canyon. Wow, this is a cool name here too. So in the covered I'm sorry, in the in the carved mountain pass of Smuggler's Notch in Vermont. Right? Oh, yeah. You got to notch those smugglers. Yeah, you do. The green field across my home continued to the Shire uh, that I love to return to. But from the top of the hill above my house, the distant mountain ridge always beckons. Wow. That's, that's dangerous in a good way. Yeah. The Lord of the Rings turned out to be the little nudge out the door that I didn't know I needed. And whenever I question what else life has in store, I think back to Bilbo's The Road Goes Ever On walking song. Awesome. Uh, I'm glad that among many other destinations, the road has led me to this podcast and sharing a community with so many other Tolkien fans from around the world. Uh, Thank you, Lane Inez, for being such fun and entertaining host and for encouraging us to share our stories uh, as we all share our love for Tolkien's work ever on. Tara. Uh, And if you're in the Facebook group, uh, if you're part of the community in, in Facebook, you'll know Tara. Tara posts all kinds of... She's one of the brightest, most positive people in the group. Yes, yeah. Steal your thunder she, there. Because she is. I mean, you kind of like furrowed your brow at me, too. I don't know if that was necessary. Yeah, I want everyone to know that I am Team Tara. She's she's yeah, awesome. So am I. I'm trying to get there. I wanted to say it first. And you were, you know. Wow. It, so, so hateful. Anyways. Um, Tara actually did research on this house. Really? And gave me the, the history all the way back to the first person who owned this plot of land. Wow. Yeah. 
That's amazing. This is Tara Lynn, right? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So what, what a historian. Was, I mean, what was his name? Uh, Dunhair? What was his Gee, name? You know what? I'm serious. No, you're not. <laughs> What's his you're name? mocking me. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You're mocking me and you're you're looking for a socking. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Tara's amazing. Move on. Tara has a PS. She says, oh. when I saw the return of the king in the theater and Gandalf asked Aragorn what he believed in his heart about Frodo's fate and Aragorn responded that Frodo was alive, I wanted so badly to shout, Frodo lives! But I thought back to that moment when I embarrassed all of my friends during the fellowship trailer and didn't say anything. And I will always regret it because that was the perfect moment. Frodo lives, she says. Uh, Tara, that's awesome. It's so cool hearing her story. Tara, you're and, a good writer. Oh, she's an excellent. I mean, hello. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Duh, as. I know. That was kind of a, a very obvious. See, that was my chance to make you feel kind of Are we fighting silly. over Tara right now? Yeah, <laughs> I crazy. think so. We are. All right. <laughs> okay, we're, we're fighting, fighting over Tara. All right. Sorry. Cool. We'll put we'll put a poll. We'll put up a poll. Tara's mine, precious. Who won? <laughs> um, no, but what a cool story, written so well, and yeah. now we know how you came. Oh my gosh, came to Tolkien, and it was on the third yeah. try. Right. Wow. Okay. That was actually okay. All right. All right. All right, Tara. That's a little too much. Little um, much. Okay. Uh, beautiful. Actually, go check out that. Uh, well, maybe we can put that link in there. The uh, the walk to Rivendell because it is still a sight, and I only say it looks like it hasn't changed since that time because it uh, it really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Click on that link, man. Oh, no, I, mean, yeah. I mean, that is like that's too cool. But I'm definitely going to use that. And so it has all these different 458 miles go from that's Hobbiton to Rivendell. Oh yeah, 462 set out with the Fellowship from Rivendell to Lothlorien. Um, you know, 578 ride with Mary and the Rohirrim from Isengard to Dunharrow to Adarest to Minas. What are you doing with your mouth, buddy? I, th- this website's very interesting. Um, I, you know what? I can I say something. What? I love how simple websites used to be. Yeah, yeah. No flash, no flare, just huh. good old-fashioned words in Times New Roman font. Like, what is wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, dude, This is who, who runs this website? Um, well, if you go to the home, you will see that... Um, is, it, is it Pansy Mekay? That's, that's the name I'm getting Pansy here. Pansy Mekay? Yeah, it's down at the very bottom. Um, <laughs> oh, it's art. That's the artwork. Who? That, that's the artwork. Okay. That's, and then it's, so it's a fan. Uh, it's an, it's operated by a fan. It says that. Uh, is this? Am I on the right thing? The Awen Challenge <laughs> yes, yes. website. Yes. Is operated by and is it a fan may site. Have been. That's really cool. I wonder if Karen Wynn Fonstad actually started this. It's very cool. Yeah. Very very cool. All right, so time for strawberries with cream as. If you could muster one people to come to your aid, who would it be and why? Huh. One people? Like a, gr- a group of people? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's usually what that means. Because I only need one person. <laughs> His name is Gandalf. I thought you were going to say Pinky. No, I Pinky can get the heck out of here. <laughs> I'm I'm, I, I'm sorry, I told the, the, the Hobbit said mustard. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Pinky is retired. I, I meant one group of people. I, I know you did, but person. I I don't that need would a be group. If you could muster one person, I know you said people. So the people, but, okay, you then the Maiar, the Astari, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Whatever. Yeah. Well, not I mean, actually, yeah, just him and Radagast. I don't really think I need the other guys. 
Well, one of them's against you. Right. So. I don't need him. How about the Blue so. Wizards? I'm out on them, actually, quite frankly. So, yeah, I smell it over here. Jeez. So, oh, man. Don't forget the smithing. Wow. <laughs> Sometimes you, you want to forget this. Sometimes smithing. you want to learn how to speak. As well. <laughs> <laughs> um, what group of people would I muster? Yeah. Mm. I don't think they'd want to fight, but I would love to fight alongside the Druidine. Okay. I just think they'd be cool. All right. Get Gonberry gone out there. Uh, I think yeah. they'd be they'd be like uh, they'd be like warrior hobbits because they're kind of smaller stature, but they've got that Numenorean blood in them somehow. Yeah, yeah. I'd go with them. I'd go with them. I, okay. It'd be like if Aragorn had really been a hobbit, the Trotter, the Trotter character that sure. was originally Strider. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's you know. That's my choice. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I well, I would probably oh. try to summon the elves, to be quite frank. I would try to like get... Well, that's on. your dad. That's not you. Have you ever smelled your own armpits and thought, wow, Dude, subways, I, a, subway's I, open this late? Let me let me tell you guys <laughs> subway's what's open? happening in front of me right now. It is so... We are so bonkers right now <laughs> that uh, my co-host is sitting across from me with his fingers in his armpits. I've never seen anything like it. Dude, I didn't put my finger... I scratched my armpit, and then I sniffed my hand. I've, Everyone has done that. <laughs> I, but seriously, the onions are fresh. Eat fresh. Subway's open. Come Dude, have a sniff. Subway has a smell to it. I just can't. And it smells like my armpits, bro. You've but never it's delicious. It's, yeah, I, I would take Subway... Their, okay, I, I, have, their flat, I have an right? argument. Yeah. Subway used to be delicious. Yep. When Subway wasn't in every town from here to Timbuktu, yep. it was delicious. Yeah. When they had the cool newspaper on the walls, right? Remember right. The, the newspaper wallpaper? And you're like, is that really from New York, y'all? Guys, let me tell you something real quick, too. Yeah, go ahead, bro. I, I'm, just, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think through this, you know? So, guys. Is Gandalf really your answer? That's so yes, stupid. That's, are you serious? <laughs> so dumb, dude. That's like, I, don't, I said the elves. I said the elves. The elves? Yeah, Which man. Which elves? From where? I don't know, man. You know? Bro. You are giving cop-out answers to strawberries with cream. <laughs> and if you don't stop, it's going to disappear from this. From no, this. I already told you. My real answer is, again, I don't need a That's group of not, people. I don't need a group of people. You know? And again, I would summon by a group if you I'd mean Radagast. Summon, I'd summon. If you mean Radagast. Radagast didn't fight. Okay? He disappeared. We don't know what happened Did to Matt, him. So what about I think this? he was killed. I think Gollum so, killed him. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, guys had some really good eggs and... Uh, peppers and ham today what so she guys we were talking about subway and you want to eat fresh just crack your open crack open your head oh god crack <laughs> your head open is that what you almost <laughs> yeah, <guys. laughs> this is like an episode hey. of the appendices <laughs> guys if you want to know what's available on patreon it's pretty much this the last like <laughs> rewind at five minutes i'm sorry from i'm here on no 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 no, 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 I, no I'm, I'm fine with it I'm fine. hey hey i'm fine I'm hey fine. look at me look at me I can see you. Subway, sniff fresh. All right, moving on. So anyways, guys. How do you share the load, man? What does that even mean? Who am I? Sharing the load, guys. Where are we going? You know what? Do you mind if I do this for a second? (laughs) All right, cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's where we're at. I love how you just... That's where we're at. I don't know. That's just... I'm not stopping you right now. This is a train, and I'm on it. The lame train. The lame train. 
What, bro? The lane drain. I can't even get the M's and the R's out of the room. I can't. I have been talking about Dr. Steve Brule way too oh, much. Oh, boy. Don't Way too much, him. Brody. Hey, do not mention him here. Way too much, Brody. So, guys, uh, here's the thing. If you want to share the load, I don't think I've really, like, here's a different way to, to, to share the load. How many sentences are you going to start before you finish one? I just, just that's my, that's, that's a, a Lane Smith game. That is a theme with me, okay? Um, reoccurring, whatever. Oof. So... Oftentimes we say head over to Patreon, check it out. And there's some yeah. really good stuff there. It's really mm-hmm. cool. And we do have some cool appendices lined up. Uh, but a lot folks. of it's garbage. Okay. Wow. Gee, many Christmas. <laughs> I'm joking. No. It's, it's so- actually really fun. And there's a lot of fun stuff there. And, and we really uh, do want to interact with you guys there uh, on a, on, um, yeah, I like, like, well, I, I can't, finish. I can't, finish. I can't, 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 I can uh, David on there. You were we, talking to Chansey. We were talking right? to all sorts of people. It was great. It was, it was a lot of fun. Chloris. Um, you talked to Chloris. Let me finish my thought. <laughs> so, if you would, to share the load oh, this gosh. week and, and maybe the next week to come, the next two weeks, go grab a friend, mm-hmm. tell someone about the book club, <laughs> the podcast, <laughs> bring them along, your water cooler buddy you're, you're talking to at work, to say, ask the question, you know, I I know we all used to be afraid to say, you know, at work, like, hey, man, are you like, you into this Tolkien guy? Like, you know, Lord of the Rings, you into that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ask it. Be brave. Mm-hmm. Okay? Ask, and then uh, if they say, yeah, I'm into that, say, all right, man, come on over to this book club. Uh, if uh, if they say no, say, all right, man, here's the thing. Come on over to this book club, and we'll get you into it. <laughs> all right? So there's really, there there's, you know, still in, in same end result. I can't mm-hmm. speak. You lost me, like, at Water Cooler. At Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. I didn't know they still made Water Cooler. We love you guys. Um, yeah, we yeah. actually had to special order one in. Because, like, like, only certain <laughs> people can drink from it because, like, they didn't pay for it. I'm like, this is so messed up. <laughs> I'm not even joking. We have, like, bad issues That's with our water. Joke. Uh, no, we have, like, issues with the water fountain. It's it's not, oh not even. Oh, my gosh. That's not drinkable. <laughs> That's nuts, Anyways. Um, so, yeah. But we're blessed. All right. So, guys, we love you. And check it out. You know, send us your, your Tolkien story. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> At Up Talking Tolkien. I am so sorry if this has turned into just something ridiculous. I cannot edit all this out. Hey, so you know what? It's I'm done. Hobbit's out. You take over. Trouble's out. Um, if you want to send us anything in... in I can't even read that. If you want to send us anything in the way of art, letters, whatever, post it to The Shire, P.O. Box 96, Amanda O, 43102. You could hear what you lipped. You know that, right? Um, I recently was able to catch up on, I mean, you guys have sent us amazing stuff, but uh, Instagram, I just posted some pictures of the wonderful gifts we've received. Recently, uh, I try to, anything that, that you send us, I try to uh, make sure that um, we showcase that because you, it means you try a lot to get to it us. up. Yeah. Are you, are you finished? No, I'm just. Are you, I'm just uh, next time we're all together, we're gonna you're gonna hear the man with the golden voice, David Lee Fogel yeah. the second, will be here. I don't know if he's the second, but Aragorn was. He's so. probably the fourth or fifth. We don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, he will be here. He's going to be um, enduring the siege of Gondor with us. Uh, we feel comforted by that. Um, I mean, all you got to do is listen to his voice 
and you feel comforted. That's right. And uh, but he will be joining us. Uh, we have many more people, uh, uppers, who will be jumping in on on chapter rereads coming up. It's going to be epic. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be epic, awesome, and or awesome, epic, awesomeic. And uh, but yeah, we want to thank you for answering the call of Rohan. Next time we'll be in chapter four, of the Siege of Gondor. And we want to thank you for putting up with us uh, in this last 20 minutes. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. <laughs> I can't even whistle, dude. We'll see you in a fortnight. And remember... Where's the shadows? Shadow. Seriously? Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.